to Total Party Kill. It's me, Tony Sindelar, a Dungeon Master. Today, we are returning to our mini-adventure, Gloom. That's right, the final mini-adventure in the Fantastic Adventures put out by Sly Flourish. They said we wouldn't get here. I don't know who they are, and I didn't listen. We did it. It was the listeners, Tony. They wanted us to stop, and we didn't do it. They know who I am. No, they don't. It's me, Steve Lutz. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, joining me in his uh, frequently present role as assistant dungeon master, it's the one, the only, the Dan Morin. Hi, Dan. Hi, Tony. I'll be playing the part of the dragon today to compliment mm. your part of the dungeon. You were surprised that I introduced you before any of the players, weren't you? I was. I was not ready. I did not have my remarks prepared. I've got a short speech here, if you don't mm. mind. I'd like to take a moment yeah. and just uh, read... This speech. Um, thank you to the Academy. I appreciate the nomination. I'd like to thank uh, my Dungeon Master, Tony, and all of the players who made this happen, and nobody else. I'd like to be extremely clear. You have not won anything. This is just the start oh, of the podcast. Um, awkward. <laughs> okay. Uh, joining us today, we're going to start with, we're going to do something a little bit different. Hold, hang, hang on. It's going to be great. Um, I'm just going to introduce one player right now, right? That's that's weird. That's confusing. Uh, that player is Lisa Smizer. Lisa Smizer, welcome back to Total Party Kill. Thank you. Can you remind us who you're playing? So my name is Gwendale. I am a human cleric. I am now level three, which is very exciting. Ooh. And um, I'm not very happy about my intelligence score, to be honest with you. I feel like it went down. <laughs> <laughs> How's your I feel like that in everyday life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the doom scrolling. I have a yeah. literal scroll in my doom. <laughs> Uh, We will introduce our other players soon. Uh, Rest assured, this episode is not just me, Dan, and Lisa, but that's where we're going to start. So that would be a bad thing. Well, finally, you got the players outnumbered. Good job. (laughs) I did do back, this was a couple years ago, there was a weird, like, there was something where Georgia Dow wasn't available and I wrote her out of an episode and then I did like a one one player, one Dungeon Master uh, game with Georgia Dow. It was weird. (laughs) Um, but I think that was then edited back into the episode. I don't remember exactly how we, we dealt with that. That's not what we're doing today because this is a two dungeon master, one player situation. Totally different. <laughs> Even right better. There. Twice as nice. <laughs> it's a Wednesday in White Sparrow. You are out for a, uh, an afternoon walk. Um, you know, things are peaceful right now, but you did hear that there was some kind of dust up earlier in the day where people were just straight up murdered in the streets of White Sparrow. That's kind of the talk of the town. People are mm-hmm. people a little bit nervous about that. Um, you know, White Sparrow is just a, a quiet town on the fringes of society. Sure, we've got a giant stone hand and it seems like something bad happens every week, but they're used to a quiet, peaceful, peaceful way of life. And it's unusual that people will just get murdered in the street, especially on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you are just out for a walk uh, when you hear some some kind of screaming and shouting in the distance and uh, a, a kind of a young a young man runs up to you. I'm, I'm just going to describe him as kind of a kind of a fancy lad. He's wearing uh, he's got breeches and he's got one of those coats that doesn't close all the way and has a lot of really shiny buttons and he's got kind of Mm -hmm. a a powdered wig suggests that he's probably some kind of um butler or house servant loyalty to the uh yeah to uh to a very rich Mm -hmm. family uh and to play that uh that house servant please welcome to the podcast dan morin uh uh miss miss uh ma'am miss miss 
Excuse how, me. How can I help you? Oh, hello, hello. Uh, my name is Duncan. I am a footman at the Vanderwood House. I've been there about two, three years. I'm really hoping to someday work my up to... But No, never mind. That's not important. Uh, <laughs> there's been an incident at the Vanderwood House. Uh, we need the assistance of a cleric. They told me to fetch you. They, they seem to have some knowledge of you. Could you, could you come quickly? Can you tell me more about this incident? Uh, yes, of course. Um, where to begin? Well, this morning, as I was preparing bacon and eggs for the mistress... Let's skip the job duties and let's uh, oh, go straight well. to yes. the incident. Uh, uh, the, the, the young master of the house, uh, Ian, Ian Vanderwent, he has been, we think, poisoned. Uh, or some manner of attack he's he's dead that's the important part or or maybe he isn't we don't know we could use your help uh, a cleric right, as we walk to your house or or the Vanderbilt house i want you to describe to me what ian looks like and what his behavior was like and what he looks like right now uh well he is a a, a young man uh perhaps a little bit younger than me i'm what I'm 19 his face? oh yes uh his face well normally he's very pale of complexion i don't think he gets enough sun but oh but now now there it's almost as though his veins have turned uh, dark black even it's like nothing i've ever seen all right so his face is black is his tongue protruding or is it still in his mouth uh, I had not seen his tongue, so I did. I his eyes it's... roll back in terror. Or I was not there with the moment that he died, but I right. was mainly just sent to fetch you. I'm afraid. What I kind did of not... noises did you hear him make? Um, personally, none, for he was dead. Okay. <laughs> All right, you're not giving me a whole lot to go on here, footman, and I don't feel good about your chances for promotion. But let's go to the house. But I'm All not right. a cleric. I'm just a lowly footman. <laughs> And so, Gwendiel, you arrive at the Vanderwent House. Mm-hmm. Um, you may or may not be familiar with the Vanderwent House. It's it's certainly one of the nicest, uh, biggest houses in White Sparrow, if not the nicest and biggest, uh, aside from the White Sparrow Keep, of course. Um, and the the Vanderwent family is probably known as being uh, basically they they run a a merchant operation uh, and are one of the most kind of success, financially successful businesses in White Sparrow. Uh, so the door to the Vanderwent uh, home uh, is just kind of hanging open, and you hear noises uh, inside. Duncan leads you up the stairs, and there is a very strange scene awaiting you uh, in the hallway on the second floor of the Vanderwent house. There are several uh, servants dressed similarly to Duncan waiting around there is a pair of kind of elderly uh nobility looking people presumably uh the vanderwentz uh presumably ian's mother and father and strangely uh four uh four women who i can only describe as various degrees of disreputable some much more so than others um allow me to to to, to describe and introduce it's because they're wearing pants isn't it uh well first up um, and I'll allow them to determine whether they're wearing pants or not. Some of them are not. Some of them are wearing fancy dresses. Maybe motley uh, is a better word. Yeah, Tony? motley. I don't know. Motley. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, a, a motley group. Um, uh, first up, uh, you, you haven't met her name yet, but you will meet her na- meet her very soon. Uh, it's Briar, uh, a half elf clad in chainmail and wielding a sword. And to play mm-hmm. Briar, please welcome to the podcast, Jess Viator. Hi, that's me. Jess, uh, does your character wear pants? Yes. Okay. Uh, standing <laughs> next to the half-elf briar is uh, an elf with kind of a blue uh, complexion, uh, flowing red hair, um, is Nyasa. And to play Nyasa, please welcome to the podcast, James Thompson. Hello. And, James? Uh, 
She does wear pants, but her armor is glamoured to look like a fancy dress. Mm. Not fancy dress in a Halloween sense, mm-hmm. but that to get us in through the door of this place. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the American fancy dress, not the British fancy dress. Yeah, we don't. Yes. That, that, that doesn't mean anything to us, James. Um, well, technically, since it's a glamour on top of her actual, wouldn't it also be fancy dress? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it can fancy also dress, work. Fancy dress, <laughs> fancy dress yes. Uh, we're, we're all just pretending here, really. Uh, next to the elf. Uh, perhaps you're a little startled to see this person in, uh, in, uh, White Sparrow, certainly on the second floor of a merchant's ha- house, uh, outside of possibly a crime scene. Uh, there seems to be a lizard person. And to play Nis, the lizard person, please welcome to the podcast, Jason Snell. Hello. Nis, uh, is really, Nis is wearing, a, like, robes because she is a sorcerer, but underneath there, there are probably leggings or pants of some sort. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, next, uh, to Nis, probably the, the, the least disreputable, I think, uh, is another half-elf, uh, most reputable is another way to say that. (laughs) Most reputable. Uh, you know, I don't know, maybe I'm being unfair. Uh, least likely to alarm the normies. Mm -hmm. Uh, Denala, the half-elf bard, as played by Rosemary Orchard. Hi, Rosemary. Hello, I'm a high-elf bard. Sorry, high-elf. Oh, much better. Well, no. Yeah, yeah. Classy. And to be very clear, I'm wearing a dress with leggings. Uh, so, you know, we're okay. good here. Yeah. <laughs> so, all pants. So, this strange crowd is in the second floor hallway. Uh, there's a, a bedroom a door uh, just just uh, is open, and you see uh, peeking in Gwendiel, there is, it appears to be a, you know, a young teen's uh, bedroom, and there is uh, the body of a young boy. Just kind of slumped on the floor in the middle okay. of the. Uh, it's on the it's on the floor. Okay. Yep. In the middle of the scene, the uh, the 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 vendor wents are in several degrees of shock uh, and are kind of wailing and and not sure what to do. Several servants are kind of staying like on the edge of periphery of this scene, unsure how to help, uh, but also they don't want to be too close. And then yes, there are these four. Let's call them adventurers uh, present in the hallway too, who seem to be. Um, Unsure what their next step is, but we'll start please, with you, Gwendolyn. Please cue the theme song for CSI White Sparrow. Okay, I've written that down. It's on a lute. I hope it's on a lute. <laughs> In the town of White Sparrow, there's a serious crime, you know. <laughs> Clerics come from miles around just to to investigate the crime that's happening on the second floor. Something like that. Uh, I, I'm working on it. Sounds like it's time it. to see if someone's defiled. Mm. A temple. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Uh, wow, way to take this serious child death situation very comically. <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> All right, so I, I, I clock the four strangers in the hall who mm. clearly look like they don't belong on the scene and file it in the back of my head that I need to ask them questions to. I'm going to go in and look at into Ian's bedroom. I'm going to look around to see if there's anything unusual on the walls or on shelves or a writing table or a desk that might not, that, that seems like it might not belong. That seems like a recent interest and doesn't go. Do I see anything? Give me a quick investigation check. The first roll of the session, people, everything rides on this. This will set the tone for the day or not. It's a random number. I rolled a 17, so... 17, excellent. Gwendiel, you survey the scene. Um, mm-hmm. 
you're looking around. Um, you're you're kind of uh, studying all the various things in the uh, the room. Um, mm-hmm. And this scene, uh, the, this crime scene, is a little. Uh, I, I think the word curious uh, comes to mind. Um, there is a, a a a a small window that is securely locked from the inside. There's various uh books and you know little like uh kind of wooden toys and assortment things that are the personal belongings of the uh of this teen. They look you know i mean clearly this is this teen was not the most uh uh kind of organized of of people, but it does not look like there's anything that has been disrupted in terms mm-hmm. of there being a struggle um or or any kind of like fight in the room. Um, nothing looks broken or out of place, and there does not seem to be anything in here um, that is uh, uh, out of place. As you are kind of completing your scene, your eyes catch uh, on the uh, the 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 plate of the doorknob itself on the outside of the door uh, leading into this room. There's a couple scratches on the latch, uh, which suggests to you that perhaps someone very recently uh, picked the lock to gain entrance into this bedroom. Okay, so I've clocked. He's got books. None of the books seem out of the ordinary, nah. like how to summon the Dark Souls, things nope. like that. Um, <laughs> and we know that, and and I I can see that the lock appears to have been picked at some point. It's time to well, presumably I was able to do that just by having a yep. quick look around. It's time it. to have a quick look at Ian. All right. <laughs> So you look at body formerly known as you. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. So I I assume that I go over and keep a little bit of a distance in case he's going to emit any foul gases or, or Um, teenagers. Humors. It's nothing funny about it, Jason. (laughs) Give me a a medicine check. (laughs) I disagree. Gwendiel. So you have a medicine score. My medicine check is a 13. All right. Uh, You are surveying him. He looks, just to be clear here, you know, there was, I think the servant had some hope that perhaps he was simply dying and not dead. He is quite dead. He's dead. Um, mm-hmm. His uh, his 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 uh, veins in his face are all kind of black. His skin has a very pale look, especially for. I mean, he is recently dead, but he is extremely dead. Uh, um, and um, you're kind of surveying the the, the scene. Um, his his tongue is kind of sticking out a little bit. It's pretty gruesome. You can you can see why the parents are so, so in shock. Um, <laughs> she looks at the you, tongue and is sticking out a little bit and thinks. Footman, come on! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, are his, hand, right are his hands similarly covered with like black body. veiny stuff? Yeah, they don't look yeah. good. Um, okay, so and, so basically, his entire body is covered in black veins. Yeah, and uh, you you suspect that that based on your medicine skill, that this is someone who has been poisoned. Uh, and in fact, as you are inspecting him, you find it would be uh, you know easy to miss, but there is a small puncture wound uh, on the back of his neck, as if uh, delivered by. Perhaps a, a needle or a very small blade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, but he has been poisoned uh, by some kind of assassin. Okay, so I'm going to look around now assassin. for somebody who's not who's not losing their mind with grief and confusion. And uh, <laughs> who is that likely to be? You see four adventurers standing in the hallway, shuffling their feet. <laughs> Or otherwise, All right. observing you. They do not look... Uh, just checking, right. adventures, any of you losing your mind? With no, the, li- no. the lizard person, though, looks at Gwendiel and says, Was it poison? And I say, based on the puncture mark on the back of his neck and the way his veins have turned black, I suspect it was a fast-acting poison Interesting. that someone else administered. Interesting. I wonder what kind <laughs> it is. Do you mind if I take a look? No. No, I would love to know what kind it is. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Nis, Nis rolled a, a five. 
Mm-hmm. For her yeah. very good nature. No, a six. Sorry, a six. So Nis looks at the wound, and I'm going to just say, Tony probably says, hmm, unsure what it is, but I'm yeah. sure sh- it apparently was very bad. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, <you> think? <laughs> I think it was a serious poison. I think Nyasa has looked at the scene, has looked at the veins, knows exactly what it is, and is keeping her mouth shut mm. because she will be suspect number one. All right. So Nis and Gwendiel, you're in the room. Denala, mm. Ny- Nyasa, and Briar are in the hallway. Briar, uh, Denala, do you want to do anything? Uh, I'd like to check the hallway uh, to see if uh, there's anything out of place. Okay. Give me a quick investigation check. Perception check? check? Inves- we'll say investigation. investigation. You're investigating, okay. right? Uh, I rolled a 20, so it's 23. All right. You uh, survey the scene, and no- everything looks perfectly in place, and you feel very confident. You also notice uh, the scratch marks on the latch uh, to the door, uh, suggesting that somebody uh, picked the lock to Ian's room uh, some with a, a lock pick. Um, and, you know, that is not trivial to do. That suggests that somebody uh, pretty intentionally, but whoever picked that lock left no other traces of their uh, comings or goings. Just to confirm, the scratches are shiny, so mm-hmm. they're new? Uh, yeah. They... Is that how scratches work? Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. they're the new. The shinier they are, the newer they are. There you go. <laughs> you know that they are new. Nis, while while at the body, Nis would like to do an arcana check just to see if there was something mm-hmm. magical involved in this or if it's just purely right. chemical. Feel free. May go, I? Yep. Mm-hmm. Go, go ahead, do a, an arcana check. Nis is not is going to get out of the the mystery business because that's an eight. <laughs> wow, you're um, <laughs> yeah. uh, getting the bad rolls out now. Yep, maybe Nis can suggest to me it to do may, an arcana check. I am unclear if this is magical or not, it, it, but it is a very bad poison, as mm. you already know. Can I do an arcana check? Uh, yeah, do that, and then I'll give Briar a chance to do something. Oh, okay. All right, so I've done my arcana check. Eh, it's a seven, so not Un- so much. Unclear. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, this I don't know either. <laughs> you know, sometimes when you do these knowledge things, you get like kind of the magic eight ball, like check back later. Uh, Briar, do you want to do anything? You are just kind of skulking in the hallway, uh, looking, yeah. as, as all of you do, somewhat suspicious. <laughs> um, who found the body? Uh, the, I, I believe Duncan, uh, the, the Duncan, uh, found the body and then was sent to get help. Um, he was Duncan, oh, that's right. you're still there. Yes. Duncan, you were probably bringing, uh, bringing Ian some tea. Duncan, you want to say anything? <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought you meant right now. <laughs> like, oh my God, he's dead. As if you suddenly <laughs> forgot. No, <laughs> 10 minutes, 10 minutes ago you were bringing, <laughs> yeah, he's, oh, I thought he might've gotten better. I prepared sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Duncan, get it together. <laughs> I'll we'll never make first footman at this rate. Wow. We all handle grief in different ways. <laughs> uh, so yes, Duncan is there. Ringing his, he's probably uh, got, he's, he's taken off his powdered wig and he's kind of wringing it in his hands. Duncan, did you see anyone leave? Uh, yeah. Did you see anyone leave? Did you see anything suspicious? I mean, uh, I, I don't think there was a lot of suspicion. I mean, there were, there were you. <laughs> <laughs> You were the most uh, different, unexpected thing that I've seen around the house today. Everything else seems normal. Mm. There is the sound of boots with maybe a little bit of spurs on them, clinking up the stairs, stomping into the hallway. And arriving at this chaotic scene is one Sheriff Ruth Willemaine, 
Sheriff of White Sparrow. Yeah. Uh, she's got tattoos. She's got scars. Uh, she's kind of a kind of an older lady um, who you know keeps keeps things you know maintains the peace and quiet in White Sparrow. Uh, I think Gwendale has has uh, encountered her before. Um, mm-hmm. The rest of you are meeting her for the first time. Kind of, she exudes an air of uh, no nonsense and just kind of. Uh, ir- mild irritation at the sight of your faces. Uh, she kind of <laughs> glares around at all of you. And to play that sheriff, to play Sheriff Ruth Willowmane, uh, we'll see how much Duncan still has to do any talking. Please welcome to the podcast, Dan Moore. Ah, uh, more trouble in this town. It's every day there's something else. You feel like just as soon as the Chamberlain of the Lord gets attacked and now there's a dead boy. I just can't deal with all this when especially with you scruffy lot hanging around here who who the hell are you you don't remember me oh oh gwindio <laughs> no all right we've met hello oh, how are you how are you all right still I, still fascinated by that hand in the middle of your town oh the hand people just leave the hand alone anyways i assume maybe they called you in uh for your your cleric skills or were you already here for some other reason i was called in to take a look at this all right and you, who are these folks well, we we, just... we were sent here by Lord White Sparrow to figure oh. out who is trying to assassinate him. We were the ones who broke up the uh, assassination attempt, attempt on the Chamberlain earlier oh, today. You're, and you're the ones who, none of whom bothered to show up and give me a statement about that crime, too, huh? We were told to look for you at the uh, at the pub, and we went there, and you weren't there, so we uh, we left. I was in my office. Next time, where the where is office your office? <laughs> it's a two block town. <laughs> <laughs> Ask anybody. All right. Well, we're 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 here now. I'm worried that this is the fifth of the five people who they've threatened. To, this gloom has threatened to kill. Have you heard? This gloom, this unknown force named gloom, has threatened to kill five people a force. week. Five people a week until young White Sparrow is delivered into their clutches, and that's what we've been uh, told, told by the Lord to to solve. We could use your help, Sheriff. Well, I you could use my help. This is my town. I solve the crimes. You're you're be helping me. All right, we we could be used to help you, Sheriff. <laughs> Deputize us. Mm, I don't think we're at that stage quite yet. Well, if you're so uh, invested in this crime, why don't you tell me what you've learned? Uh, well, we relay the information about the uh, the fact that we found out that the this and this bo- this boy who has been murdered is a pal of young White Sparrow, and mm-hmm. that they both seem like they were up to a little bit of nonsense here and there, painting cows. I don't know stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. they were on the painted the cows. I've been looking for those culprits for and months. also apparently did something bad over at the Temple of Light. We're unclear exactly what they did, but perhaps some sort Wait, of vandalism. Just, what did they do at the Temple of Light? They peed in the fountain. <laughs> they peed in. Yeah, oh, they did, they did. We we got we I, Ian admitted that to us, but then we were leaving, and then and he we heard him, uh, and we had got up. quite a distance away. Yes, oh, I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were at mm-hmm, least mm-hmm, you know sure. the whole block away. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, and people so saw us leave. So I'm, con- oh, yeah. I'm, con- Strict, I'm concerned strictly out of murder range. Seriously. That he, he was uh, he was alive when you left is what you're saying. Yes, absolutely. Yes. His parents anybody... took him away. We were okay. not definitely not the last to see him alive, but we are concerned that. that he is he was wrapped up in whatever has also led to young White Sparrow being a target. 
I, you know, it didn't used to have, Whitesboro used to be a nice quiet little town. All of a sudden, all these adventurers come tromping in, and it seems like it's one thing after the other. It's every week I've got a new murder, and now you're saying five? Five people? Every week. Gonna... Mm-hmm. Every week. How That's... often are people defiling your temples? I, you know, not until recently. It, mm-hmm. it was very quiet. Sheriff, I'll point out that technically there are five murders and then also the would-be murderers also. I think there were three of them. So you're up to eight murders today. Eight dead bodies today, and it's only Wednesday. That Um, is... Is it murder when we kill them? And let's just point out that, uh, you know, White Sparrow is is a a small town. The the mortuary is actually just Sheriff Willowmane's coffee table. It's it's like no, you, you I haven't tried, had coffee in a week. You ever try to fit eight corpses on a coffee table? It does not work. So happy Halloween, everybody! <laughs> my favorite Joe. That's my favorite Joe Pesci movie. I believe oh, legally, I'm required to say no. Uh, if it's from IKEA, I'll just collapse Our, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> look. I, I don't want any trouble. I, I don't want any more trouble. I should say. It seems like there's been plenty there's plenty of trouble, of trouble already. Already, yes. I just want. There to be no more murders. Uh, so, you know, if if it seems like Lord White Sparrow, in his infinite wisdom, has asked you to look into this, I guess I shouldn't interfere with that. But I, I want you to keep me in the loop, keep me apprised. This is still my town. I'm still the law here. We shall Absolutely. keep you informed. Is, does does she always talk like that? <laughs> yes. It's very creepy. Yes. Only on Wednesday. <laughs> Sheriff, I'd like to ask if you have uh, had anybody come forward about uh, the people with the teardrop tattoos on their faces. Wait, what people with teardrop tattoos? Those were the so, ones who murdered uh, the Chamberlain's guards and tried to murder the Chamberlain. Well, it's, it sounds like from your own admission that you were the ones who dealt with them. Indeed, we did. I have three corpses uh, that have those tattoos. and Those I were ours. Know, okay, so you're confessing to murder. No, we were protecting. We were protecting the Chamberlain. They, he killed they, those people. Killed all of the Chamberlain's guard before we could mm. stop and mm. attack the Chamberlain. And if you go speak to the Chamberlain in Whitesboro Keep, you will find that uh, we saved the day. It, it was done in self-defense of somebody else. <laughs> I think we just call that defense. I, I would like to point out they Heroes. attacked us. They did. Mm. Yes. This is going to be a hell of an inquest. very specifically Niasa. They attacked Niasa mm-hmm. and yep. Briar. All right. Uh, so, well, so we had to throw knives at them. I'm not I'd sure what other information you want, other than they, you know, I, I certainly know as much as the next person that they, they're, uh, you know, fugitives probably or uh, from the prison uh, down south. But other than that, I don't know anything about them other than they're dead now. Why, why do you say they're from down south? Oh, there's a there's a prison that uh, I think that was a sign of the the murderers the criminals from there they generally got branded with those tattoos i feel like that's you know we know about these things in law enforcement circles it's pretty far away though do the tattoos do they brand on one side if they're like a murderer and on the other side if they're just a thief or is it pretty much same spot doesn't matter what you did the teardrop represents murder so yeah okay i look like a tattoo expert apparently i have tattoos so yes i guess i am yeah (laughs) says the person covered in her uh i assume they hand you manga with the first one tattoos are more of a kind of um they're more indicative of various military services they're totally different Mm. from i I was going to query the whole branded with tattoos and that's not how branding works but (laughs) 
Don't question uh, Dan Moore's You want to look at a cell? Is that what you want to do? You want to see the inside of a cell? They, don't, they have one cell in White Sparrow, and it's really more of a closet. I'm not going to keep you there, because I don't have room, but I let you see the inside. <laughs> I'm curious to see, but... You know. should come down to the station. With, with winter coats, you know. <laughs> Christmas, Christmas tree, you know. <laughs> All right, so you're telling me there's some sort of assassin on the loose. That's what we've heard. That's the story we're going with. That that's what we've heard. S- someone just assassinated the son of these rich and influential people. So yes, by definition, there's Maybe. an assassin uh, or a group yes. of assassins because there were definitely three that we stopped. And there's this gloom who is threatening Lord White Sparrow. So something mm-hmm. is afoot. All right, or a hand. Well, I just want to ensure that the rest of the people in the town are kept as safe as possible. I am not equipped to deal with master assassins. Uh, so if Lord White Sparrow has retained your services for that, please have at. But as I said, uh, what happens in the town is still my purview. So keep me keep me informed as you're going on. I don't want you running around yes. murdering any other people in the street, even if it is in self-defense. The, the next ones we find, we will try to bring in alive. Very good. Well, mm-hmm. I'll be on my way. Gwyndiel, can I talk to you for just one minute outside? Just a few more questions. Just, Just a few a more questions. <laughs> Lisa, that's Look, you. I... Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yes. <laughs> Look, uh, I, I, you know, we we know each other. I, I yeah. trust and value your opinion on these things. The mm. other four in there, I don't know them. I don't I know don't anything either. about them. As far as I can tell, they're all new to town. And mm. I got to admit, it's a, it's, a, it's a little suspicious that they show up and this assassin shows up at the same time. Plus, did you mm. see that? Elf. I mean, looked a little assassiny. Uh, let's not. Let's not. Let's. Uh, I'm just let's saying. In my experience. Out of this, okay. In my experience. I just keep an eye on them. All right. Just make sure that they stay inside the lines. That they mm-hmm. aren't causing any more trouble. I'm. I'm trusting you. I. You know. Mm-hmm. You, you've acquitted yourself well uh, in those previous adventures. So just. Make sure that they do these things as much by the book as possible and nobody else get hurt, all right? So what kind of backup do I get if they start coloring outside the lines? You call me. By call, mm-hmm. I mean you deliver a message to <laughs> Okay, all right. Call upon me. Mm-hmm. I'll call upon you, all right. By pigeon or cat? Or pigeon, cat, cat. Any, orphan. I, yeah. There's a lot of, yeah, yeah there's a lot urchin, of... Urchin, orphan. There's a lot yeah. of way. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a rich just, thank you. delivery thank you. system just... here in White Sparrow. All right. So can I also call on you? I know I know your time is is limited, and um, there's certainly enough going on in the bar at all times, from what I can recall. Just every day. Every day. Oh, always a bard in there for it's some only reason. Wednesday. Yeah. Only Wednesday. Yeah. And what are the bards doing? Uh, but it, can I also call on you if things get to the point where uh, the five of us are up to our pants in uh, trouble yeah sure you can you right. can absolutely come down and uh let me know how things are going i will okay no no you say come help. down and let you know how things are going <laughs> if i'm in trouble i'm probably not going to be able to just pop into the pop, pop into your closet <laughs> that would be strange i agree uh, no we'll send, we'll send a message send a message yeah. if you need backup I'll, I'll do what i can i, I don't mm-hmm. have a lot of people working for me here uh, you know, most of them are the farmers on their days off, but yeah. uh, I'll muster what help I can if you need it. Okay. All right. Good to know. 
Right. Uh, well, I'll leave them in your capable hands. Two deputies <laughs> uh, arrive who are clearly farmers on their day off. They have like hay sticking to their their outfits. Uh, one of them puts a pitch, <laughs> one of them leaves a pitchfork in the mm-hmm. like the little thing where they're stacking umbrellas by the door, uh, and they they come in mm-hmm. uh, with a uh, you know a, 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 a thing to carry off. Uh, Ian uh, Sheriff Ruth Willamaine goes over to to, to console the uh, the Vander Wentz, uh, the uh, the various servants. Uh, seem to uh, kind of drift uh, back to suddenly are very busy uh, elsewhere in the Vander White House, and the five of you get the sense that probably you should you should yeah. you should reconvene. Let's, outside. let's get out of here. Yeah. yeah. So you reconvene in the street uh, with a a new adventure in your midst, uh, Gwendiel, who perhaps will take this chance to make more formal non crime scene uh, introductions and figure out what you're going to do. All right. So, so hi. <laughs> My name is Gwendiel. I'm a cleric. Would you like me to? Hi, Gwendiel. Hi. Would you like me to accompany you? And uh, maybe my knowledge of Arcana. Um, I have some background in, in medical and religious studies. Uh, so I could be useful there, especially since um, temple defiling has come into mm. play. I think that would be, we could use all the help we could. Apparently, this sheriff, who I had heard good things about, is willing to let random people she has never met investigate a serious crime that has killed a, a large percentage town, of people in this town. And yet... Well, to be fair, she's met me, so maybe... Ah, maybe perhaps you, perhaps you are, her, in effect, her deputy. Anyway, we uh, we could use all the help we could get, because we this seems to be our job to do. I think a healer would also be very helpful. Yes. I, I suspect it it would be extremely helpful to us to have you with us. So. We already yeah. bear the scars yes. of Agreed. defeating those previous assassins. Yes, I do have a. I, I do happen to have a cure wound spell at the ready. I've got a couple. Of, oh, I have a couple cure wounds. Sounds spells. I have, good. I have a healing word spell. I feel like I could be a real asset here. It's like Gwendiel, like reeling off her spells. Goes mm. go one of these, go one of these. Gwendiel's just showing off that she's level three yeah. and all of you yeah, are level I, two. Um, <laughs> teach so. us. Wait, teach us advanced <laughs> adventurer. Level no, I, I, I can't really teach you anything other than Arcana. Let us but, go to know. the Temple of Light, perhaps, and see what yeah. we can learn there. Yes, I mm-hmm. think. Let's go. I like that. Uh, so, um, you make your way to the Temple of Light. The Temple of Light is, uh, you know, the oldest structure in White Sparrow, other than, I guess, does the hand count as a structure? It's the oldest structure you can go into. Uh, it's a big stone circular, uh, temple. Um, and through the open air nave of the temple, you can see it's beautifully decorated with ivy strewn pillars of white marble. Uh, but there's this weird kind of ugly, acrid smell filling the air around it. Seems like whatever's going on in the temple, there are no worshippers around. Uh, it's kind of quiet. Um, looking around just from the, the, the front entryway of the temple, uh, you can see uh, four uh, ornate statues of elven men and women standing on pillars between marble arches, illuminated by scintillating colors of glowing of a glowing orb that hangs in the air. Um, in the in the middle of the temple, a fifth statue looks like it has recently been tipped over. Uh, it's been shattered into several large chunks that lay in pieces on the floor. Some of the uh, various um, pews in the temple have been kind of pushed around, and it looks like you know people. This temple looks like it has been, you know, recently disrupted and then clean up and repair is in progress. You see a strange kind of green yellow light flickering in the water of a carved marble pool at the center of the temple. I feel we should be cautious here. 
and it smells, smells and terrible. Weird does, lights does not smell not, good. Not good. Do any of our elven companions are they able to identify the uh, personages that are currently statues? Uh, they can try. I can roll a history check. Yeah, you can roll history. I'll say Ooh, it's elf. religion. Uh, either one, your choice, and I would say you would have advantage on elf-related things. Wonderful. I scored 16. I rolled a natural 20. <gasps> wow. Wow. Epic history Ooh. check. Um, let me just see here. Uh, so you are looking around. Um, they are ancient. Um, one of them depicts um, the uh, goddess of light, who is a kind of benevolent uh, elven deity. Uh, their faces and arms are kind of held up, uh, looking at the sky. Um, you know, the other ones seem to be kind of more uh, generic kind of pictures of not specific elf elf, elf people or deities, but uh, kind of, you know, noble, good-looking individuals. Um, yeah. So. And they don't represent anything. They're just like random. We needed some statues of good-looking people. Yeah, you know, elves. you could you could figure they're kind of the ger- generic version of um of of you know angels, they're, right? So they're, they're elf, they're elf like uh, movie stars. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dan, name some elf movie stars. Oh sure, uh, Lorelai Far Singer and um, uh, Rad Brit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> This is, this is and, all right. Yeah, do you want me and, to keep going? And, and let's just say Orlando Bloom. Hanjay. And Orlando, Orlando Bloom. Bloom. Yeah. Orlando Bloom. Don't, yeah, there did you, you go. For, what about Danny Elfman? Mm, there you go. No. See, Jason, oh. no, no Jason is much better at this game. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Danny Elfman. How come nobody has a statue of Danny Elfman in their, in their church? Have you seen Danny <laughs> Elfman? Elf- no, I don't know what he looks like. Oh, okay, that's why. Uh, <laughs> it's a statue of Batman, but he tells yeah. people he's Danny Elfman. Yeah, you I'm know. Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman looks like the kind of guy who would get hired by Tim Burton. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sorry, Danny Elfman. I just figure you could afford a haircut. Um, and Danny Elfman is, as we know, listening to this podcast. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> a lot of spare time on his hands. Yep. Big fans. Danny so big fans. He did the theme music. Uh, someone uh, wanders in from one of the kind of uh, side rooms of the temple. Uh, she seems She's clearly some kind of priest. Uh, she is also Elvin, uh, seems to be going about her business, uh, and turns and notices you. Uh, you don't know her name yet, but this is one Elvin Sorosong High Elf Priest. And to play this High Elf Priest, please welcome back to the podcast, Dan Warren. That's <laughs> me <laughs> Hello, travelers. How may I help you? Can you tell us what that smell is? <laughs> Uh, I'm afraid. I mean, let's just start there. Classic opening line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does it smell? Is that what, what you say every time smell? you go into a church? Is that is that how you treat things? She I looks... actually have with the incense. <laughs> <laughs> she, you know, she looks calm. Maybe like her eyebrow like twitches just like a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry to say we have recently had an incident at the temple mm. uh, where some vandals decided to make their displeasure with the temple known, and they did this in some particularly foul ways. But I must say, this this can be repaired in time. After all, this may be a temple, but it is only a place. And so I, I truly hope that perhaps they find in their souls whatever they're looking for that has caused them to act out in such a way. Mm-hmm. But oh, pardon me for not introducing myself. My name is Elevin Sarosong. I am the High Priest of the Temple of Light. Is there anything we can do to help clean up the vandalism? I don't know. We've um, 
we we have got this the statue that's been tipped over uh we are having some of our worshippers come by later to help us return it to its place and and hopefully a mason can repair the the head that has been knocked off that you see here as for the uh pool well that may just be a matter of time in taking uh, some some opportunities to have it cleaned out mm-hmm. but as mm-hmm. i said these yeah, are but well- earthly things You'll so, want your worshippers to help you with that, right? Uh, I mean, at this point, if we, <laughs> whoever we can call that may help us with it, we would be most grateful. But it is not uh, something that we need mm-hmm. to take care of immediately. We'll just do it as soon as we can. Uh, I, I did have one more question. Um, just, 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 just one more. Just one more. Just one. That's um, the elf in the trench coat. <laughs> 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 it's this glamour armor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, one of the, the the people that we believe was uh, actually involved with with this uh, terrible uh, uh, attack on your temple um, ha- has been uh, horribly murdered. Oh dear! Well, that is, um, that's truly awful. Yes, um, uh, it was done in a in a, a most um, innovative way. In fact. Uh, I'm not sure there is much innovative about murder. People have been murdering each other for centuries, millennia, since time has begun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a fine line between murder and, and, and a particularly clever um, assassination, uh, leaving almost no clues whatsoever. How did you find out about the temple desecration to begin with? Did somebody just like walk in one morning and there it was? Yes, indeed. That's exactly what happened. And how did you find out which lost souls did the desecration? Oh, we were not aware of the identities of the people. Uh, as I said, we have prayed for their souls that they uh, mm-hmm. may find some better way of expressing whatever uh, mm-hmm. emotions have driven them into this. But uh, one we did of them not trouble ourselves. How, how many people do you think? How many lost souls do you think did this? Uh, I'm, I could not even wager a guess. I, I'm afraid. I uh, investigation is not something that I am. Uh, focused on, I am more focused on bringing the word of the goddess of light to the town. Maybe two people. Maybe two Mm. people. (laughs) It does seem as though one person might not have been able to tip over that statue on their own, unless Mm -hmm. I suppose they were particularly uh, large or strong. Mm -hmm. Danala attempts to give uh, Gwendiel a look that it it conveys that we have more information on this, but perhaps we should not share it with uh, everybody mm-hmm. just yet. Okay, Gw- Gwendiel catches the look. <laughs> Why do you think they tipped over this particular statue? Or is it just mm-hmm. random? I could not tell you. Uh, perhaps it was loose. Perhaps it was the easiest one to tip over. Uh, it does not represent anything in particular. As you can see, the statue of the deity is still standing. Most of the rest mm-hmm. of these are simply you know, statues alike of... Uh, other, uh, peop- other, you know, uh, gl- glorious people. Yes, good-looking <laughs> people. We're all good-looking. Really. We're all yeah. we're all elves here. No. Yeah, <laughs> these are exceptionally good-looking <laughs> elf people. Very good-looking. Um, On jam. Yes, but I, I don't know why they chose that one in particular. I suspect perhaps it was mm. just the easiest to tip over. Tony, um, can I get a sense of how old uh, this priestess is? Uh, mm-hmm. sure. I think that, uh, she seems like she's probably at least a hundred years old, which is, you know, pretty up there for an elf, but not elderly for an elf. Okay. What, what, well-traveled. 
Not that I'm suspicious. Can I do a, a, a maybe a religion check and see if there's anything that might any clues I might have about exactly what happened here and 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 if I've got any ideas of why the, sure. the you give know me a, give me why either, this defilement happened or give me a uh, religion or investigation check you might learn different things from different ones. I'd like to help with that. Being right. an elf, that should be advantageous. Yep. Oh, okay. Um, I'd like to help with that too, since I'm a cleric. All right. And, uh... Why don't all of you roll either your choice, religion, or investigation, and we'll see who gets the highest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. I rolled a 25. Is that religion or investigation? Uh, That's religion. Religion. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're a cleric. You are well-versed in these things. Uh, looking around Gwendiel and kind of taking in the crime scene, this seems more like uh, kind of criminal mischief than anything Mm -hmm. uh particularly uh you know attempting to i mean it is certainly defiled the temple Mm -hmm. but it does not seem like it was uh had a particular kind of uh anti-religion anti-god of light bent and Mm -hmm. there were other things that could have been desecrated or trashed that are not Mm -hmm. so it seems like more of a criminal Mm -hmm. mischief uh, so it's basically two dummies who peed in a pond and, and knocked over. Yeah, and that's yeah. I think like that's your me. conclusion. Uh, yeah. And she's just your standard goddess of light. Yeah. Like there's nothing. There's there's no like legends where oh if someone pees in my fountain no. I dispatch a legion of elven assassins. Yeah. No, like yeah. th- this is not that's the kind of god I want to be. Yeah. Uh, Den- <laughs> Denala Nis. Anything? What is the point? Anything from your checks that you want to know? How do you do? Well, I rolled an eight. So an eight? I'm, I'm guessing I'm not going to do very well. You're like, uh, despite this... the fact that I'm a high elf and I'm supposed to know all this stuff. Maybe, so, yeah, you know, I don't know. Maybe you only go to temple on uh, on the high holidays if you're a high elf. And you, so... s- you said I could also do investigation? <laughs> three day elf. Sure. Yeah, three day elf. So 12 mm-hmm. investigation. Uh, you know, it does It does just seem like more of a just kind of um, mischievous than. Uh, this, does this fit of... with our expectation of what those two boys apparently mm-hmm. were up to? That this seems yes. to just align perfectly with that. Yeah, it seems like criminal mischief, not some kind of anti. You know, for if if one wanted to do something to kind of uh, defile the Temple of Light uh, from a religious perspective, there might be other things one would do. Especially, there's this big glowing orb in the center of the the temple that uh, kind of provides a. Uh, a kind of important radiance to it. Uh, there also, I will tell you, there's nothing that would suggest other than that, um, nothing that suggests a linkage of the Temple of Light to uh, an assassin. There's, mm-hmm. Those are pretty far, far, far sides of the org chart, I guess. Sure. Can I ask um, the lady of the temple um, if who, who, who has seen the defilement? Who, who knows about it? Who, who is, uh, who, you know, who, who is aware in the Temple of Light community of this defilement? Well, uh, naturally, the rest of my priests here are, and um, Eleven has two two associate yes, priests. One, one of, and and one of them, I have not seen her since the desecration. Since we found it, uh, I'm a little worried for her. Uh, she seems to have disappeared. I I think perhaps this hit her very hard. Can but you, can I, you I tell suppose, us about her? Oh, oh yes, of course, Mira. Um, yes, yes, she's been here for. Ooh, 20 years or so um she she keeps to herself a lot very introspective very focused on her faith um but she is um yes i've I've never seen anything bother her like this before this seemed to be she took it very hard Hmm. Hmm. can you tell us any more about her background uh what was she doing before she committed to her life of religious contemplation do you know i'm afraid i i'm not really aware she didn't like to talk about her past um i gather she had left some situation that she 
uh, found particularly untenable, and uh, that was why she turned to a life of uh, the priesthood. So, um, does she have any distinguishing like distinguishing characteristics that we could look for if we mm-hmm. if we were to yeah, see her? Distinguishing marks or tattoos I... or anything like that? Mm-hmm. What does no. she look like? Um, Did she was... have any uh, monogrammed knife collections? Tattoos <laughs> 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 or blood, blood blood drop tattoos from her previous life? Um, oh, wow! No, um, she has um, sort of well. Um, long hair of a uh, dark brown color um her uh sort of a a medium complexion um uh violet eyes uh but i don't i cannot think of any particular distinguishing marks as you might mm-hmm. say um certainly not any place apparent and you've never observed any special skill she might have or Anything oh, she's she's very passion. good with the garden in back. Um, she has proved to be a excellent uh, cultivator of our um, our lovely flowers and some of the vegetables, of course, that we grow to to uh, feed ourselves. But uh, I'm a huge fan of gardening. Could you take me back to look at the garden? I, place? you know, I, I have other things to attend to. But if you really want to know more about Mira, um, my other priest, Lucia, um, she might oh, have could I meet some Lucia? more. Could Lucia take me to see the garden, please? I'm sure she she would be able to. Um, but I will uh, let me let me see if I can find her. I, I'll be back in a moment. While the priest is gone, I'd just like to very quickly fill Gwendiel in that Ian, before he died, confessed to us that he and his friend, um, who is uh, the uh, nephew of Lord Whitesparrow, uh, defiled the temple um, and that they did it together. They also painted a cow purple um, and that the nephew is the one who is supposed to be by the the Twisted Elm, I think it was, um, tomorrow at noon and this this is just suspicious enough that I, I think can i roll something to see how i feel about the priest the high priest and if i actually think that she's not uh you know is she is she who she says she is is she saying is she leaving things out is Go she omitting a roll an insight and that's 12 you you know seems she seems like she's being relatively uh, straightforward with you. Uh, she is a priest. She seems to be kind of speaking plainly and directly. It seems like you know perhaps the Church of Light is into kind of openness and honesty. I just had that moment where I thought you know we're going to discover that uh, the nice old priest lady is behind it all, and Tony's like you never even checked to see mm-hmm. you never did an inside <laughs> check. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, there it is. Nice old- no, I want I want to see the garden because I would like to right. I would I, like I will- to see if this woman who's very good in the garden is growing anything that can be turned into a poison. Oh, Elevin comes back in with another elf trailing mm-hmm. her. And mm-hmm. to play that elf, please welcome to the podcast, Tony Sindelar. Oh, it's me, finally. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, Elevin, Elevin returns with a, one, uh, she introduces herself. Uh, hello, travelers. I am Lucia Oaksmile. Welcome to the Temple of Light. Hello, Lucia Oaksmile. It's a pleasure to meet um, you. My boss, oh, I'm sorry, High Priestess uh, Elevin is, is busy, but I'd be happy to show you uh, our garden and the grounds of the temple. I would love to see it. Could you please take me back 
and uh, share some of the history of the garden. Lucia Oaksmile takes you on kind of a quick tour. She's pointing out some of the like fancy architecture of the uh, um, of the temple, and you head out into the grounds, which are you know small, modest, uh, but well maintained. And she takes you on kind of a loop uh, back around behind the temple, uh, and there is indeed uh, kind of a nice, uh, simple, well kept. Uh, garden there uh, with little rows of vegetables and, and flowers that look, you know, very kind of carefully attended to. And she's chatting with mm. you. Uh, so she's she's just standing there outside the temple, behind the temple, and a little hillside. Um, uh, so, yes. A- any kind of well, need, freshly dug earth? Do you want to give me a quick... I need to learn more about the um, the, the flowers that are growing. So All right. So what I... Would I do an investigation check here or a nature check? That will be a nature check. I think, uh, Nyasa, you are doing an investigation check. Yeah. Feel free. Other people who don't want to be kind of surveilling the, the garden, other people can chat uh, with Lucia, whatever uh, avenue of investigation. Okay. Oh, on. nature check. I got 23. All right. Uh, you survey uh, the flowers. Uh, they look... Um, they they look standard and, and mundane. Nothing nothing particularly exotic or poisonous or dangerous. Nothing um, nothing that can be reused. No. It's just all decorative all, flowers. All decorative flowers and traditional uh, uh, vegetables that you would use to mm. you know. I I got a seventeen. All right, you are looking around, not in the garden itself, um, but you do notice it does look like you know maybe just you know. Uh, 40, 50 feet beyond the garden, still on the kind of hill behind the uh, the temple. It does look like there is, like, a hole that someone has recently dug. Good size. Hmm. Um, Lucia, oh. seems, Lucia seems oblivious to the hole or to what you're doing. I, I, I'll go and look at the hole, I think. I, I'm right. going to distract um, Lucia and, and say, tell, tell me what you know about Mira. Uh, we, we're interested. We hear that she hasn't been seen in a while and we're concerned about her. And we might be able to try to look for her. But can you tell me what, what, what should we know about her? Oh, poor Mira. She was so upset about the defilement. I mean, I think we all are, but particularly Mira. Uh, she, she cut off all her hair in mourning. And I have not seen her in several days. I, I just, I hope she's okay. I'm sure, you know, every now and then she goes off in, in to, to kind of meditate and reflection. And I'm sure that's that's where she is now. And hopefully she'll return. I just, I mean, it's been days. I'm sure she'll get where, hungry eventually. Where does she go? Where does oh, she go? You know, sometimes I've gone on walks with her. There's there's kind of a path um, through the bog. There's this big rock that she finds very con- contemplative. It's kind of a, a significant landmark. They call it Magnet Rock. I may know of this rock because I have think I have been to this bog. Give me a Ooh. quick history check, uh, uh, Nis. I mean, Nis would know about bogs from yeah. you know lizard folk stuff. Give me, a, give me a history check with advantage, Nis. Uh, don't. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, don't even need it. Seventeen. All right. Uh, you know of the uh, landmark that uh, various people refer to as Magnet Rock. It is a giant boulder. Uh, that seems to be kind of made out of iron. Uh, it doesn't really fit in with the landscape around it. And it's, you know, it's a landmark just because it, it sticks out. You know, the, the the valley around White Sparrow has various landmarks. Uh, some of them things that are constructed and some of them are natural. Some of them are ancient. And that's that's one of several. Um, my, you know. my people also have a name for that. But sure, Magnet Rock. Yeah, it is not particularly <laughs> close. Work? But it is, it is, you know, somewhat in... I mean, it's at least... It's in the bog that the um, the the note uh, wanted you to you know leave uh, not you but uh, Perrin was asked to leave uh, not Perrin Lord White Sparrow was asked to leave mm-hmm. Pennon at uh, the uh, White Neural Tree um, 
you know, they're in the same bog. But, you know, so is all of your people, you know. So is your school. Yes, So, well, it's sort of past the bog in the the little valley. So, Nis, that is what you are doing. Uh, Briar, Denala, does one of you want to do something? Um, I would like to uh, roll a perception check while uh, she's talking about her friend and just see if there's any underlying extra concern or worry or anything, Mm -hmm. you know, that's not 100% what she's projecting. Give me an insight Um, for that. Okay, that's very good. 22. She seems sincerely worried about her friend, Mira, friend and fellow priestess, Mira. What's in the hole? Yeah, uh, so let's get to the hole. All right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, what's in the uh, hole? Nyasa's gonna, has sort of sidled over yeah. to N- this hole. Nyasa, you uh, have sidled over to the hole. Uh, it's a decent-sized hole. You'd almost say it's grave-sized. Um mm. And looking in it, it is a hole that's about uh, six feet deep, and there does seem to be kind of a, a, a moldering wooden coffin in the hole. Um, I'm thinking well, that somebody should maybe do an arcana check on this. All right. Well, hey, why don't I do an arcana check? Gwendiel wanders over the hole. Arcana check just... 10, unfortunately. Doesn't seem like there's anything magic about the hole or the contents thereof. Mm, Lu- yeah. Lucia started to notice that not everybody is looking at her wonderful garden. Um. Uh, I, I would like to distract Lucia and ask questions about plants. All right. Uh, that is an easy... Just, what are plants? Uh, wh- I don't yes. know. Something... <laughs> what have you got planted here? Uh, tell, tell me yes. about your garden. Give me you a... And the menus. Yes. Whatever you... That's some kind of persuasion, deception, performance. Something something that you're great at as, as a bard. And it'll be easy. Give me a 10 or higher on that. 13. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, Lucia is totally, Lucia is like, oh, oh, yes, plants. Let me tell you about the plants. And she is totally engaged uh, telling you about plants, uh, Denala, as others uh, drift over to the hole. I jump down into the hole All right. and investigate the coffin. All right. Uh, the coffin is clearly uh, recently disturbed. Someone has let the, 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 the wooden lid is not firmly attached to it. Um, and it's, yeah, you're in the hole with a coffin. Um, well, I open the coffin. Yeah, and you I, do. I, I, uh, open, <laughs> what? Open coffin. Yeah. We're just doing yes. Action Castle now. Open Inside coffin. Inside the coffin. This coffin, does, coffin does not have a body. In fact, has no signs of a body. Uh, it's mostly empty. There's a uh, set of rusting, um, rotted uh, armor. Um, some, there's one kind of rusted uh, knife. And there's a small uh, glass vial. Looks like probably there was some other stuff in the coffin at some point, but it's almost empty, pretty picked over at this point. Does the knife have a G carved into the handle? It, as you pick up the knife and inspect it, it does have a G carved into the handle. I Ooh. add it to my collection. Gosh. <laughs> These are quite valuable. You know, also, 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 depending on who you get questioned by when, it's just like, oh, I'm just carrying all this evidence of crimes I didn't commit. <laughs> you know? Also, I make sure you... love how all of James' characters have this one quirk <laughs> that just... <laughs> make sure you've gotten your fantasy tetanus shot. Mm. Uh, okay, Briar uh, and uh, Gwen deal you're there too do you want to do anything well he's got a knife um he's got a knife (laughs) (laughs) what were the other things in the coffin Uh, a vial of some kind some kind of glass vial and some kind of uh filthy armor i like to wrap a rag or a piece of cloth around my hand before picking up the vial okay and i do that and Mm -hmm. then i pick up the vial Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna roll an investigation check do it and uh 
an eight. All right. So I, I clearly learned nothing. <laughs> you look at the vial. Uh, I'll tell you what you can mm-hmm. see just from with your yeah, eyes. What, do, what can I uh, see? The vial mm-hmm. is empty. Uh, there's a slight crack in the glass where it looks like, you know, whatever was in it probably leaked out. Um, mm. It's old. Briar, did you want to mm-hmm. look at the armor? Sure. Can I look at the armor? Yeah, give me an investigation check on the mm-hmm. armor. I'll even say you have advantage mm-hmm. because it's armor and you're a warrior. Ah, that's a 15. All right. You're wow. looking at it. It's uh, it's It looks like it was at one point a kind of nice set of fancy leather armor. Um, but it's kind of, at this point, it's worthless. Uh, it seems like, you know, it's been exposed to the elements. Uh, I would say you would guess that this is probably old. This has probably been buried here at least 20 years. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's no longer, it is not valuable, uh, or useful uh, or functional at this point. Uh, but at one point, 20 years, was, you say, yeah, I don't know. I just picked a number. Just, just a, well, I mean, going by the G on, on this dagger, which I have, uh, borrowed, Collected. Um, Stole. Uh, Assimilated. Uh, I mean, thieved. Claimed. Purloined. <laughs> we can play this game for a long time. Yeah. I can play this game all day. Liberated. Um, yes. Um, <laughs> it was created as a While it is um, circumstantial evidence that would not stand up in a court of law, the G on this dagger let leads me to believe that these are the belongings of one Gerald. gloom oh. <gasps> jeffrey oh greta yes and if and they have been mm-hmm. if they have been here 20 ish years mm-hmm. and somebody joined this temple of light 20 ish years ago um i put it to you that mira mm. may be gloom but her name starts with an m james that makes no sense <laughs> but gloom ends with an M. I accuse you. As you as you are considering this, um, you hear once again shouting. A familiar a familiar sign of trouble here in White Sparrow on a Wednesday. Always on a Wednesday. Wednesdays. There is some kind of commotion happening in the streets coming around the corner of the temple. It's not really a corner. It's round. So, you know, coming around. It's got inherently no mm-hmm. corners. But you know what I mean, people. Coming around the curve. Coming around the yeah. curve yes. of the temple is one Lord Marlon White Sparrow himself. Rarely seen uh, within the town of White Sparrow. Mm. Uh, Chamberlain Brindley Ottershot is kind of limping along behind him with his arm in a sling. And he is just shouting at the top of his lungs. They've taken Pedin! They've taken Pedin! They've taken Pedin! Tell us what happened. What happened? Uh, let's see. So we have the, the priest is still, is she distracted by this now or is yes. she still at the mercy Every, of the bard? And in fact, you, there's, there's a couple townsfolk that have kind of uh, come around the corner of the temple too to see what's going on uh, because it is unusual for Lord Marlon Whitesparrow to appear in town freaking out about his missing nephew. So I pocket the vial for future study. Yep. Um, all wrapped up in cloth and everything anyway because mm-hmm. I think it can come in handy. And I head over and I ask if we can go back to parents' chamber and check it out. Uh, Lord Marlon White Sparrow just kind of collapses and weeping. Uh, Brindley Ottershot, uh, Chamberlain to uh, Lord Marlon steps forward to do the talking. And to play that Chamberlain, please welcome to the podcast. That's right, Dan Morin. Oh, it's it's me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, Lord, another one You're, of these servants. <laughs> worried for your job there for a second, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> 
might be replaced any moment. You like to keep me on the edge like this is Matt. I do. Uh, uh, delighted to see you again, even up under uh, unfortunate circumstances. Yes, Pennon, it seems, has been taken. We thought he was secured in the tower, but unfortunately, it seems as though someone was able to gain access, picking the locks and removing him in the night. They picked the locks, you say? One must assume, since the door was locked, and the key was only in the possession of Lord Marlin. Hmm. Could we come back and look at the tower in which you kept him, and and perhaps retrace the steps a bit? I suppose you could. It seems as though it may, uh, time may be of the essence. I'm not sure if the uh, tower will yield any useful clues, but you are welcome I think we need to make our way to this um, ferrous rock. Rock. Mm. Magnet rock. Ferrous rock. Oh. I don't know. See, what? what uh, I'm going to have to pull aside somebody for a quick one, on a quick tete-a-tete. Um, so let's see. Briar, you're just kind of standing around, right? Yep, that's what I'm doing. So, Briar, I'm going to pull you aside for a minute and say... Do you think it makes sense for us to check out the tower to confirm that the lock was picked? Probably not, just because mm. we know that the other uh, Ian's Ian's lock was picked. Mm, okay. So, presuming right. that that the person who took what's his name, what is it, Pennon, Pennon, Pennon is the same person has the same skills, probably left. <laughs> We're just going to assume it's the same M.O. And, and now what we're trying to do is retrieve somebody before he's killed. Unless somebody's trying to hide a crime in a series of otherwise identical crimes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nothing, copycat. No, I think nothing like covering up for a murder by yeah. murdering seven other okay. people. <laughs> Team Huddle. Yeah. Team Huddle. Bring it in. Team, Team Huddle. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. All right. Like Brindley Ottershot comes into the huddle with you for a second. Is it no. is it possible that this that this Mira is the great assassin Gloom retired to a life of uh, religious devotion, who so enraged by the defiling of the temple by uh, the two young uh, men has uh, gotten her assassin gear together and uh, been involved in a, a revenge plot against the the two kids. Enough of your crackpot theories, Nick. I think that is absolutely 100% what has happened. It sounds like a good working theory, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it um, seems like a massive overreaction, but it's plausible, and it's the only theory we've got. I, I do... I, wh- oh, I was just going to say, I do wonder why kill one and kidnap the other. Why Why not just kill both? Maybe she's going to torture one. And, and how did she manage to hire um, some fellow assassins to take out the... Chamberlain the ancient as Elven well. Gold was probably also in the coffin, um, along with the ruby. Elven Gold, that's so good. In our, yeah. Don't we have somebody in our party who knows about like assassin culture? And, I mean, and how, how they hook up with each other? I don't think I don't think anybody knows that. Is it really? <laughs> I don't think any of the characters. If only I mean, we I'm knew. Not, I'm, I'm more. not sure assassins are cut out for long term commitment, so I don't feel like hooking up was a pejorative term. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> First of all, that's very judgmental about assassins. Yeah, I'm not. Them, it's not judgmental at all. Uh, yeah, I feel like, Let's I, feel, just point out I feel like assassins are... embody hookup culture. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, yeah, they, they meet they, somebody, they have a quick connection, and then and they, they leave, leave, and, and they, they may be dead or not. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. It's not judgmental. Look, all of you have murdered people today. I mean, except for Lisa. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I I think that uh, Nyasa should, if 
we go to uh, Magnet Rock, I think it is worth Nyata having a conversation with whoever we find there, um, mm. rather than we go in... Uh, Swords of Blazing? Swords, swords blazing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Spells um, blazing. I was trying to think daggers drawn, but mm. uh, I mean, should we potentially be uh prepared for combat? Should the conversation not end well? I mean, I think always, but I, I'm I'm hopeful that we can like uh talk our way out of mm. this. Okay. Yeah. Cause Great. I think uh I think we know Gloom, and certainly Nyasa has a lot of uh, I, I I joked when I was talking to Tony. I think Nyasa has written gloom fan fiction at some point <laughs> in her teenage years. <laughs> on live journal, yes. Oh, no, oh, wow. it, basically, live journal in D and D. It's, it's on it's parchments like that have been nailed yeah. to random yeah. like uh, uh, cool. notice boards. What are these? Ninety-five thesis notes. Really good fan fiction. I don't know. <laughs> I'd just like to note that I, I saw the use of the royal we, and I'm not fooled. But anyway. <laughs> I'm fooled. Uh, I, I I would agree with Niasa that we should probably uh, investigate the rock. I mean, I, I think I've revealed at least to some of the members of the party that I might have had a, a past in the uh, um, changing people's lives uh, profession. <laughs> Well, yeah. Nis, Nis is going to offer to lead the way to the through the bog to uh, the Magnet Rock, since that is where uh, the bog is generally where her people are from. Um, I think probably we. I don't know if you want if we want to if we see somebody or if we we're getting close to the rock. Whether some of the party should hang back. I will volunteer to hang back. If I go in alone, I'll probably die. But I think if we go in too many people, it might be seen as an act of aggression. Well, I could I could uh, pose as your you know native guide, friend. whatever you know. <laughs> that you could you could they people people never pay attention to the lizard folk. I would go with that. That sounds okay. Good. Yeah, that, that sounds and good. We've seen that that Nis is advantageous um, at close range, even though Nis tends to prefer long range. I'd like to point out that I am I'm a bard, and therefore. Um, I, I might be good with a fireball, but I'm better off at a distance than uh, I am mm. right next to somebody who can just repeatedly stab me to death. I'm not going to volunteer to go because I'm not very useful in combat. <laughs> right. Well, I, I what I'm hearing. Me. Yes. What I'm hearing here is that me and this are gonna. Yeah, uh, I think that's right. And we'll be right behind you at a respectable distance of approximately I mean, 20 this, paces. This would rather be uh, lobbing spells from a distance as well, but it may be that in our party, the logical lie to make it seem like there are only two of us would be Nis, um, unless somebody else has a better idea. The, the only thing is, if we're trying, if if Gloom is indeed uh, this, uh, or if Mira is Gloom, this master assassin, she might... Uh, might be wise to our trying she to might. pull a fast one. I mean, Briar would also probably be exceptionally useful at close range. Yeah, m definitely uh, more effective uh, close close up, and also not at all stealthy. So, well, then maybe uh, Briar and 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 uh, um, Nyasa should take the lead, and and the other three will hang back in the weeds. And you know what? If 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 uh, Mira 
is gloom and spots us, then so be it. We're not that. That's so be it. I'm. I think we're okay. all hopeful that it's going to be one of these things where we have a conversation and and it's a very special episode of whatever show this is where it's like <laughs> it's okay. Those kids were bad, but you shouldn't have killed them. You know, yeah. kind of like. Uh, Something like that. Well, I, I, you know, I'm save, been saving up all my persuasion checks here. So. Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, Gwendiel, we're probably going to need some of your fabulous healing skills because I'm guessing the Penna mm. may not be in the best of shapes when we find him. Possibly we'll slightly see. triangular. All right. All right. <laughs> I will. Uh, I will uh, load up my arsenal spells. Shall we go right. to the bog? To the bog, yep. everyone's favorite place to go. The bog, nature's sewer. Uh, Nis, it is, uh, you know, it is your favorite terrain. It is where you are at home. You lead your way. Uh, and you know, I'm going to say Nis knows the direct path. Probably not. Perhaps we'll say the driest path, but it is the direct path to the Magnet Rock. Uh, you know, Magnet Rock, you kind of push through the foliage and see Magnet Rock in a clearing. Squelch, squelch, squelch. Squelch, 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 squelch. And so you arrive at a clearing uh, with a huge outcrop of a kind of iron-laced rock jutting high up out of the grounds, uh, the remnants of something that must have landed here millions of years ago. Uh, the mm. front surface of the rock has been set with slabs of slate to create kind of the appearance of a building entryway. Someone has carefully etched strange symbols into the rock around a large crevice that appears to open into the darkness uh, beyond for those that seek to go into Magnet Rock. But standing between you and the interior of Magnet Rock are a quartet of disreputable-looking individuals. Individuals far less reputable than your you yourselves. Um, let's just be honest. These people look like thugs, like murderers and <laughs> scoundrels. They're standing there uh, wearing kind of stern faces, uh, leather armor, uh, beady eyes, uh kind of uh, stone clubs and uh, bone-bladed axes, which seem somewhat strange, and all of them sporting a variety of uh, tattoos that look not so friendly. Uh, One of them has a big, he's wearing kind of a leather vest, and he's got a big chest tattoo depicting a pair of bloody axes, uh, which seems like it might be the symbol of some kind of mercenary gang. Um, So I think you see them and they see you. You can decide who's in the front. And who hangs back? Um, they look ready for a fight. They've got their weapons drawn, but are also just kind of standing there by the entrance uh, to the uh, to Magnet Rock. I was thinking that we would have an opportunity to do our. We've got the uh, rubies from the the previous people that we mowed down, and whether we could uh, have convinced them that we were also uh, in the pay of gloom. You could yeah. certainly try that, or I mean, yeah, that would have been. Good. Yeah. It's not too late to do that. I quickly turn around and draw a little blood uh, tear uh, <laughs> under my eye. And, Guys, uh, I have paint. <laughs> I do. Do you actually have paint? I, I do. do have. A, I have a disguise kit in my thing too. Briar, I can do, do it for paint? everyone. So everyone just like turn around. Right, okay. I, I, I'm studying the skyline and the trees, <laughs> looking around. Right, mm-hmm. so uh, everyone now, uh, yeah. So, oh, well, um, I do have ink. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I put my uh, armor, I think, into full uh, 
native look uh, of Mm -hmm. uh, some of you may be rogue more convincing uh convicted murderers slash uh mercenaries than others so plan accordingly well i'll go at the Ah. front Oh, um, I I should probably just quickly mention to everybody else, I can disguise myself as somebody who we have previously seen. You um, absolutely can. Ooh. Oh, then... uh, that's a, that's which a is a very useful have. skill to have. So if there's... You saw the, all the people we murdered. Indeed. Yes, so... I did. <laughs> One of those might work. All right. I would like to disguise myself uh, as um, the the first person who was murdered, please. Okay. Uh, bearing in mind this may not go Wait, very far because i know this don't... about her or are we all like surprised when she does well, it? it's magic it happens yeah okay. i mean we i mentioned it before before yeah I, i've mentioned it but nobody's okay. seen I mean, it um, i also have a disguise kit i mean with that i don't know if i can go as far as uh i mean disguising not... myself uses one of my spell slots so i then yeah. am disguise not... is magic so it's much more effective than what you could do with a disguise kit uh nyasa mm-hmm. but you could try yeah, at the same time, even if I disguise myself, I don't know much about these people because we didn't exactly converse with them before we slaughtered them. So it may not be the most convincing of disguises. Well, so, I mean, I, I think I've got the assassin knowledge. So, you know, with the, with the blood tear, let's try the... The, uh, the subterfuge? Yeah, we, we like a bit of subterfuge on this podcast. I'm fairly good at Absolutely. deception and sleight of hand. I like any plan that doesn't involve rope. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, let us walk straight up to them. Am I disguising myself first or not? Yes, yes. We, yes we, okay. You disguise yourself. Um, the rest of you look disreputable. Mm-hmm. So I'm you extremely have, uh, intimidating. Uh, Denala, you have used magic to perfectly simulate one of the uh, one of the uh, thugs that assaulted the Chamberlain. Um, uh, Nyasa, you have used your disguise kit to make yourself look like a generic thug or assassin uh briar you're striding up uh you've you've got you what what do you want to be doing well i've used my paint kit and i can paint anyone else's blood drop tattoos if they need to um and uh i'm very intimidating so i'm just looking intimidating yep uh Nis and Gwendiel, what is your plan? I use the word plan in <laughs> quotation marks. Um, uh, stand, stand a few behind a rock. Stand a few feet back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's a rock. Um, there's I'm, plenty I'm of plenty of trees, <laughs> trees, shrubs, and rocks to hide behind, uh, where you would only be thirty or forty feet back from the from the any conversation or let's just say <laughs> situation. Yes. All right. Yeah. So, uh, Nyasa, Briar, and Danala in various versions of uh, uh, costumes slash fancy dress slash disguises approach the four guards uh, that are standing um, outside uh, Magnet Rock. Uh, They kind of look at you wearily, but not, you know, aggressively. Um, I'll just, just, so there's, they all look somewhat disreputable. Um, They're wearing uh, uh, leather armor. Um, the two, there's, there's two kind of in the middle that look particularly kind of tough, uh, and menacing, uh, the, the two, uh, on the kind of flanking them look a little less intimidating. Um, and the, uh, yeah. And to play at least one of these guards, please welcome to the podcast, Dan Morin. Dan, which guard are you going to play? Uh, I'll be playing, uh, one of the, uh, these guys in the middle here. Who will All see right. uh, them walk up and say, Oi, Razor, is that you? 
Yes. Oh, this is. Oh, uh, where, where have you been? What happened to Boken and Savannah? I thought you took them, went into town to to kill that Chamberlain. They're still drinking. Chamberlain's dead. Give me a bluff check, uh, Danala. Is that, de- that is that deception? Deception. 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 Sorry, in in five e, it's deception. You're lying, but uh, I will say, uh, you know what? You have an advantage because um, you're because because you built a All disguise. Right. Well, twenty two on my second roll. So. All right, much better. Excellent. Ah, yeah. you took out the Chamberlain. That's good work. I, uh, you know, it's uh, not not often we get paid to do something as fun as kill noblemen. Uh, you know, <laughs> never you know happens the, anymore. Yeah, you know the rest of the guys. Of course, uh, you, do. you know the guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been drinking a bit though, so. Oh right, right, mm-hmm. sure. Well, uh, always celebrate celebration. after a kill. Celebration. Uh, yeah, sure. There's uh, Arna and Chris. You know, this is this is Razor, Karna and the Razor. I told you about him. He's a he's a really nasty piece of work. Um, we're, we're we're here to see the boss. We've got some we've got some stuff that we need to talk and about. And you are, um, Bob, and uh, <laughs> I, I go. I, I you guys know Bob. I don't. Know I broke Bob. out of the prison. You know the prison down south. Um. Oh yeah. And we know I, the prison down south. <laughs> he points yeah. at like a tattoo on his G. He's got one of those like. Yeah, I I, I point <laughs> at mine as well. You know, it's like, yeah, we we know what it was like. Um, sure. Yeah. What'd I just you, spent no. When were you there? When did you serve there? When oh, your time. I got out a while ago. Um, you know, usually I put makeup on to cover up this tattoo, but oh, you know, yeah, it's hard to find work. I understand. Yeah, people um, are so judgmental. So I've been out a while, but I got hired here by Razor uh, to help them with this job. Um, Razor, you got you got hiring and firing ability. That's uh, you're moving up in the organization. Gave me this ruby, this 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 nice uh, blood red ruby um, to join in. Yeah, we, we all got one. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, and, and so uh, I, you know, I've not I've not met the boss directly. So this is kind of more of a an HR issue that I I need to sort of sign some stuff. He needs to fill out the paperwork. Just- uh, something I should have done a little while ago. Oh, yeah, so please give me a deception roll. <laughs> okay, you can you can have advantage too. You have you brought a prop. I think that makes every lot. I don't need it because I got a twenty three. All right, you somehow oh. are lying expertly. All right, well, yeah, I, I you know we all we all remember our time in in the prison doing hard labor, breaking those rocks, doing laundry, so much work. But uh, it's nice to be out, fresh air. You know. So uh yeah. Um well uh nice catching up with you at Razor. Always good to see you. Yeah, you're just one messed up <laughs> guy, Razor. I uh... Be well. <laughs> I'm just standing here nodding, pretending that I've had a little bit too much to drink today, uh-huh. but that I've been mm-hmm. very successful. So is it the okay um the, the uh, three of us go up ahead? Mm-hmm. Oh, no can do chief. Sorry. You know the you know the deal. Nobody in, nobody out. But the paperwork. I. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do we care about paperwork, right? We're we're hardened criminals. Yeah, yeah but we we've got a code, man. Yeah, it's it's an unwritten code. What you do with what boy? The boy. We were told to bring the boy here. What boy? I don't see a boy. Ian. He's behind the rock. Well, why is he behind the rock? He's not in great. He's shape. too heavy. <laughs> there's four of you nah we just left him there he's unconscious he's not going anywhere uh uh, 
we got the boy in the rock. That's the boss came by with the boy. But that this is the, the other plan. She told me to get him. We've got his body. Didn't we mention he was dead? The one she poisoned. Okay, why do you have a dead body? Why are you walking around with a dead body? It's that's evidence. You've got to get rid of the evidence. Like, well, why are you bringing it here? Because a bog is a great place to get rid of a body. Well, then leave it in a bog. This. Don't bring it to the rock. That is actually true. The bog is a very good <laughs> the lizard place. Knows what I'm talking about? To hide a body. <laughs> oh yeah, this is our lizard friend who's like standing <laughs> twenty feet away. Hello. I hope you okay. enjoy the rock. Niz appears from a bush. He's our local guy. Don't worry about him. You know, lizard folk, they don't know very much. Look, you guys are going to bring Sheriff down on all of us. I think you better just clear out. The boss was very clear. Nobody goes in. We are here to make sure that nobody goes in. What about people coming out? I said nobody in, nobody out. Was that not clear enough for you? What if they have to pee? It's a bog. <laughs> Go anywhere. <laughs> But it's a yeah, rock. Just, just not it enough. It doesn't fancy. have drainage. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Listen, Razor. I understand you had a little bit to drink, but maybe you should just go back to town and keep drinking with the rest of them, and just let us do our thing here. You know what? Here's an idea. We'll guard the rock for you, and you guys can go and get a drink because I know you really want one. Here's an idea for you. You can get murdered by the boss when she comes out and finds that you're a stranger we left in charge of the rock. That might I'll happen anyway. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take your place. Go on. Yeah. You can go I mean, drink. you got you at least She knows two, me. Yeah. And I, I was hired by somebody she knows. So I'm like almost as trustworthy. She's my grand boss, as they say in job advice columns. <laughs> He he looks at his friend. He goes, "Stony, you believe this? this? They want us to go and have a drink. I don't think we can do that. Do we?" The I rolled a twenty-three. In fact, shakes hours. his head. He's very serious. Doesn't say anything. Just shakes his head. Boss isn't yeah. going to come out for mm. hours. Surely you want to go and have a little bit of a break. Sit down. I, I got to be honest. I'm more scared of her than I want to drink. Give me an extremely hard uh, persuasion track, Danala. Okay. Oh. 18. He seems unconvinced, you know. Hey, yeah. I think He's we're going to stay here. If you want to bring us something from the pub, I won't say no. We I'm could not, do I'm not, that. I'm a, I'm a polite person. If I I'm offered a gift, I will soup too? partake of it. I'm a polite yeah, I would person. Love some I'm gift, I, I think we could bring the four of you a really nice beer. Why don't we and go? And some onion soup. And sure. some onion soup. Why don't we do that? Ooh. That would be very kind of you. I respect you as a, a former fellow inmate. <laughs> I it's trust like Damon Runman has entered the chat. <laughs> um, Your tattoo is very shiny. It looks new. He polishes it daily. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you've got to be proud of this, man. You've got to, you've got oh, to show Bob. it off. I thought Shiny you said you covered it with makeup. Yeah, that's why he has to polish it every time yeah, he takes the I makeup mean, off. All right, I don't really I, understand. <laughs> Tell you what, let, we'll go get you, get you the, some, uh, well, some. You continue to talk to the one thug. The other thugs look extremely bored and tired of all of you. <laughs> <laughs> They're just looking for something else to do in this bog except talk to you. What I'm thinking is that we basically poison the four of them. Yes. Do we have poison? I might. 
Let me check my equipment to see what I have. I could also potentially use another spell to put people to sleep. Mm. I could just stab them. Yeah. That's also a plan. I think we fall back on the stabbing. Yeah, I think um, I think no, let's no, try. Technically, poisoning. you fall forward onto the stab. Yeah, <laughs> no, you fall forward. Yeah, <laughs> remember, people, I, I, I stab would vote for forward. The poison spring back. approach slash knockout drugs. Is yeah. it carry poison? Are you but carrying, is it possible for us to look carrying? around to see if there's anything we can use? Potentially, Nis might know what we can yeah. use. I think Nis in, would know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will just. It'll occur to you, as you're thinking about this very improvised plan that would have been great to improvise back in town, um, that being able to poison enough to incapacitate four relatively severe-looking guards slash murderers would take some pretty substantial poison. Um, I'm not sure if any of you have that. If you have that as part of your magical abilities or equipment, that's a thing we can talk about. But I don't know if you do, and that might be beyond the scope of what you could do on a Wednesday. Like you got to mail away for it and then wait six to eight weeks. We have that then, vial, but that vial, you know, White Sparrow is a small town. It's empty. There's, there's, yeah. there's, yeah. there's yeah. not the a twenty-four vial, hour. Twenty-four hour. The vial is mostly uh, empty. I'm not sure we could replicate yeah. it. There's I not mean, a twenty-four hour. This is CSI shop. White Sparrow. I don't yeah. have a lab tech. Do you also have a replicator? Because that would that would open a lot of doors for you in this world. Look, if I can have a robot panda. Yeah. Did I mention that this is set in the Star Trek world and we just never get into that? Um. <laughs> Everything's in the holodeck for this whole adventure. Mm. Yes. Computer yeah, end you, program. Arch. Yeah, you're you're all ensigns. I've not, I've not mentioned that new backstory. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a real lower decks uh, RPG mm. Simpson. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I have a candle, a loot, and some jeweler's tools. I think that uh, Dinala, Briar, and Nyasa uh, drop back a second and <laughs> somehow reconvene with Gwendiel and Nis, who revealed himself uh, and are you know around the around the corner in the in the bog from this uh, situation. So you, okay, you, at the risk of sounding culturally insensitive, is maybe now the time to talk to the the bog dwelling lizard person about what they can tell us in terms of tactical advantages and disadvantages in the area. I mean, what do you think, Tony? Do I is there anything special that Nis might know about this, or is it really just like, well, where's the bog is bog. here and it's the big bog. rock is there? It's and- a bog. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I don't want to create a situation where Nis is like, just because I'm a lizard person <laughs> doesn't mean I know about swamps. Nis knows a lot about swamps. <laughs> It's kind of uh, your bog standard bog. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Nis, <laughs> Nis, give me a quick history check on Magnet Rock. Uh, four. Oh, oh. Oh. Heard of it about 20 minutes ago. Magnets, how do they work? <laughs> how do they work? <laughs> uh, you know what? I will tell uh, Briar, Nyasa, and Danala, give me a quick uh, perception check on Magnet Rock since you were very close to Magnet Rock. Okay. 12. Uh, I got, a, again, a natural 20. And this wow. is a real dice. Uh, Nyasa, you noticed when you were near the rock that your daggers, like you could feel them kind of tingling in your various zillions of sheaths that you have all over your, uh, your (laughs) murderer's outfit. Um, Mm -hmm. you think that there may be something strange about using metal weapons, um, in proximity to magnet rock. And in fact, perhaps these guards are briefed on that because looking, you notice they are all wearing, uh, leather armor. And specifically carrying stone clubs, which looks very primitive. And the, the the berserkers in the middle there were carrying axes with blades made out of bone. Mm. Mm. So there you go. That's your tactical information about Magnet Rock. 
Well, it is a magnet and a rock <laughs> at the same time. Okay. Basically, uh, we should probably lose all of our metal weapons, at least if we're going in. Mm. For the fight outside, we're probably fine. Well, the good news is, is if the um, if it's magnetic, then it's pulling our weapons towards it, which may give you an advantage with the daggers. If we throw the daggers at them, they will travel faster. <laughs> And harder. But don't they know to duck and just let them stick to the magnet? Have you ever used a magnetic dartboard, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> Science has no place here. I, I guess now is not the time for me to put on my scale mail, mm. is what I'm hearing. It's like those oh. things where you can jump with like the Velcro and like yeah. Velcro yourself to walls. Oh, this is so the weird. metal version of that. So um, I, I would just ask... Uh, Ness, if he knows she, uh, she, 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 uh, does she know if there is a way around this rock? Because maybe there's another way in. Ness, you do not know of another entrance no. uh, into Magnet Rock. In fact, no. this, it's a little this unclear. Is, is this an entrance into the rock or into a cavern beneath the rock? Um, I just like um, to have a quick look around to make sure there's nobody sort of lurking in trees or, mm-hmm. you know, out of, like, not directly in front of us. Please. Sure. You see the, nope, the four guards are still kind of just uh, on the edge of your periphery of your vision, lurking slash stationed in front of Maggot Rock. Uh, you are otherwise uh, alone here in the bog. So this looks at everybody and goes, well, we're going to take these guys out. Is that what's I think we gave now? them every we gave them every opportunity to uh, leave uh, to go and have a nice drink. Um, <laughs> we tried to get them fired. Yeah, <laughs> can I stab them now? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I would like to set them on fire. Maybe the diplomacy will work for the next stage, but I think violence uh, is the only answer here. All right. <laughs> Wow. It's a haunting statement coming from James. Yeah. That was James. That's one of the most American things you said. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, do you, are, is the plan just to rush into battle or do you have a, a plan? Do you, again, I use the word loosely, a plan. Do you have one? Um, I would say, given the number of people that we have and we have the element of surprise, um, if like everybody picks a buddy, and we kill them. <laughs> That's not how buddies work. <laughs> a target. Yeah. yeah okay. Everybody yeah. should pick a target. Yeah. A goal. <laughs> a goal. An objective. So, um, like. I'm just going to sort of wander around like I'm mm-hmm. drunk. So mm-hmm. I'm over here. Fair enough. <laughs> Classic <laughs> D&D. Great de- detail. Yeah. Everybody pick a target. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go up to this tree. Uh, I think that's a tree. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and I'm going to attempt to hide behind the tree. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, stealth check. Yep. Uh, I have rolled uh, 26. All right. Uh, Nyasa stealthily sneaks up through the foliage and uh, takes up a position uh, behind a tree within 10 feet of the nearest uh, guard guarding the front of Magnet Rock. Um what do other people want to do? Uh, prior- I would like to oh, also Denala? try and hide behind my tree. All right, Denala, give me a quick stealth check. Uh, I just did it. 17. 
All right. You can also get uh, relatively close to the guards uh, hiding behind, uh, behind trees and rocks and shrubs if you want. Mm. So you can be like, okay, if you wanted. Oh. Cool. Uh, Nis? Uh, Nis is standing there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. What are we doing? Yeah, uh, we are going to attacking. Two of we're, your friends have already left this. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are going I thought to. I was att- clear. We're, we're going to take them out. I, I don't. We're, I don't need to be closer than this. So why would I go anywhere? This this <laughs> is just behind a shrub, uh, a good distance from the the, uh, the guards. Gwendiel, you are already behind a rock. Do you want to do anything different? No, I think I'll stay there for now. All right, Briar, um, what's your plan? I'm not okay. really. I'm 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 a I'm a I'm an I'm a cleric, not yeah. a fighter. <laughs> yeah, Briar. <laughs> I think I'm going to approach our friend, I've forgotten his name, and uh, um, as if I'm going to talk to him, but then just stab him. All right. I'll so, Briar. Wait, does formally. anyone else see the layer, la- labels Berserker on those two dudes yeah. in the middle there? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Berserker. <laughs> Berserker. Kill all humans. <laughs> Briar, you just stride across the swamp. Uh, Dan, uh, you're, you play the thug. You're going to wave to uh, Briar. Hey, welcome back. Um, Briar, you just walk right up to this, uh, this berserker, and... I don't think we've actually met. My name is... (laughs) 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 Oh, uh... So, uh, I don't know how this works. I just stab him. Uh, but that's a... (laughs) Do we have to roll initiative, or do I get You're gonna do that, and then you're gonna roll initiative, basically. Okay. (laughs) Um... I feel bad for this guy. I'm sorry. That was, that was I like <laughs> to bring a little bad. life to the character. Sorry, that's a 19. Yeah, oh. That'll hit a berserker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you just stab him basically like in the side. Uh, cuts oh, right right through his leather, leather armor. Uh, he looks very startled. Uh, his friends all look ready to fight. Uh, roll us damage, uh, Briar. Oh, yeah, that. Uh, oh, no, snake eyes. So uh, the uh, the berserker gets cut in the side for five damage. Uh, you know, five is not a lot of damage, but emotionally, uh, it's devastating. All right, I just, <laughs> I really I thought you were gonna bring me a beer. I'm gonna ask all of you to roll initiative. Dan, I've given you control of all the bad guys, but maybe we can all share right. them. There's yep. two berserkers and two scouts. They have different stat blocks. Uh, the berserkers are big and burly. The scouts are here. Um, the the scouts are being paid um so my plan to go for a scout was not a terrible one Mm -mm. dan what do you want me to roll versus what are you rolling i just rolled initiative for both of them since i had dice from they did both pretty poorly oh berserkers did worse so i think basically briar specifically got a surprise round which uh we've we've done i think you weren't exactly all coordinated in your uh, your attack uh but you know you were basically able to position yourselves so nyasa and, and danala uh the uh the the guards don't know where you are until you reveal your location by attacking from it uh and gwendiel and this have hung back uh behind some cover well, i think you referred to one of them as stony uh, yeah because his name is uh yeah. stone hammer uh, stone stone hammer mm-hmm. and that yeah. is heavy mm-hmm. wallace nobody asked heavy wallace's name <laughs> Heavy Wallace. Heavy Wallace. Oh, that's a great name. Oh my gosh. I'll just. I'm a great guy. If you got to know him. No, I just really like the name Heavy. Now I want to get a cat so I can name it Heavy Wallace. I think that would be a great, great name for an animal. Come here, Heavy Wallace. All right, Nyasa, you are concealed behind a tree. You have seen your friend uh, Briar just take a chunk out of Heavy Wallace. Uh, What are you going to do? 
Um, so I'm hidden, which I think gives me advantage. And if I have advantage, I can do sneak attack. Mm. So I am going to throw my first dagger um, at Heavy Wallace. Okay. Uh, and uh, I, mean, I you, have Your rolled... dagger range is significant, so we don't care that Heavy Wallace is 30 feet away, from 20, <laughs> 20 feet away. Um, I think that's within my range <laughs> I anyway. So. Um, I, I rolled 24 to hit. Oh god, that dagger like goes right into like Heavy Wallace is like looking oh. down at the, his ribs where where he's been cut by a uh, um a Briar and then suddenly mm-hmm. there's just a dagger in his right shoulder. <laughs> like he didn't he just, uh, it's just I, like a, Where did that even come from? Yeah. Oh. And to add like uh, insult to injury, it was actually one of the gloom daggers that I threw <gasps> oh. at him. It's rusty. That's not cool. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's it's like bonus damage. There's uh, no healthcare. I, yeah, healthcare for mercenaries <laughs> is not good. It's really honestly, it's the source of a lot of the systemic issues in and around White Sparrow. Um, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I will note that uh, dagger range is only 20 feet. So if you oh. get any farther away, you're dealing with disadvantage. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sticking with this tree. Did you roll uh, damage? I am just about to. I think that tree threw a dagger at me. He, I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think he sees that there's someone behind that tree. Um, I rolled a three plus three, a six uh, plus uh, six. So 12 damage from All dagger right. one. Dan, you'll put that in. I'd already put in Briar's yep. uh, damage. Uh, that's not great. He doesn't like that. And as a bonus action, I shall throw another dagger. Also, Gloom's <gasps> second dagger. Wow. Um, Just because... leaving. In case you guys need to run away, you have le- led <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like framed her very for killing murder her for her, Murder of, uh, their, by their boss. Yeah, um, I don't think Sheriff Willowmane investigates crime scenes this far away from town, but this would be a big. No, she's too busy complaining about crime at the bar. Yeah, I I, I wipe down fingerprints off the daggers mm. uh, first <laughs> before I threw them. Like all good assassins, free action. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, wear gloves. Uh, and that is a fifteen plus five, a twenty. That hits. That will hit. Uh, Sadly, I can not do uh, bonus damage on this one, but I roll another six damage. Can you do your? Do you have two weapon fighting, or are you just? Uh, yeah, this is uh, yeah two weapon fighting. So it's a bonus action for uh, if a thrown weapon, I can do a second thrown. Uh, and you get to add your modifier for damage to that one too. Yep. Usually, you don't with a second one. Oh, maybe that's the case that I can't do the. There's a special thing you have to take if you want to be able to do your your uh, modifier damage on top of the straight dagger damage. Okay, so in that case, it's just just three damage. Three damage. Oh, no. oh, daggers and stabbed. Oh, this day. It's Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday's usually my favorite day. Oh, I'm going to miss Heavy Wall. So I'm really investing in him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just hanging out with my friend's watches in Top Hat Jr. Uh, no, Dan, no, he's, he's really not. angling to get himself on the spinoff. Yeah, uh, he's going to get murdered. Um, Brutally, so. by the sound of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gwyndiel, you're behind a rock. You're watching your friends uh, stab and throw daggers at uh, some some uh, unscrupulous-looking uh, uh, folks in front of Magnet Rock. Looks like you're coming mm. around from behind the rock. I'm coming around from behind the rock because it occurs to me that I could probably... Uh, 
uh, disorient uh, Stony Hammer by, uh, by by throwing a guiding bolt at him. Oh. I've got that, you know. So, what happens? Um, what do I roll here? Because I can tell you the damage is uh, 46. You make attack. a oh. ranged spell attack bolt. first to see if it hits. Okay. Oh, I do, do what now? Roll a d20, okay. and there should be a, it should tell you to add your, probably your spell casting modifier. Spell okay. attack bonus. All right. So d20, roll that. Okay, that was an 18. At, if you look that's at the top of your list, that's going to hit. Yeah. Normally, if you look at the top of your list of spells, okay. it'll probably say spell attack modifier plus something. Okay. All right. So that was an 18. Um, da, 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 plus five. Yeah, you yeah, definitely that'll hit. That'll definitely hit. And then the damage, I rolled for damage, and that was 18. All right. Wow. So uh, what is guiding? Well, it's 46. 46. Um, A flash of light streaks out of your your, your holy symbol, Gwendiel, as radiant Uh damage just burns into Stony Hammer's face. Um, He does Uh not like that. The next attack roll uh, made against uh, Stone Stony Hammer uh, before the end of your next turn has mm-hmm. advantage because he is like glowing. It is like there is like a a disco light on uh, this mercenary. Uh, also, <laughs> he just took what was it eighteen damage? Yes, yeah, I, that's I, I, not good. I dealt it. He dealt good. it. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. he looks displeased with this situation. All right, I'm going to run back behind the stone. All right, <laughs> good choice. Having done that, having done that. <laughs> Briar, you are face to face with Heavy Wallace, and uh, Stony Hammer is right there as well. Uh, Heavy Wallace still looks a bit uh, confused about the whole thing where you are murdering him. Is this because I wouldn't let you in? Y- yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, it is. I can't argue. Well, I mean, it's technically my job. Yeah, true. Um, and I only yes. rolled an eight. Quit your job. <laughs> uh, eight with your adding with your my- modifier. Yes. All right. So you swing wildly over his head. He dodges uh, while looking confused about the whole situation. Anything else, Briar? Nope. I think that's all I can do. All right. Nis, you are back in the, you know, the the adjacent bog. Kind of calm over here. Mud's (laughs) really good quality mud here. Yep. This feels at home, and from here she can uh, sight up the scout and uh, mm-hmm. on the left there, and uh, hit him with the crossbow bolt. All right, gonna do a little ranged attacking for Nis, mm. and it's uh, only an eleven. Uh, your uh, mm. crossbow bolt, uh, 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 it seems to be almost like it gets pulled by the magnet rock and oh, misses the rock. scout. Uh. All right. Rock. That's it. Nis puts the crossbow away and prepares magical spells instead. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the scout is next. Um, let's see. I got two scouts. Uh, on the left is Arnor. Uh, Arnor has seen... Well, Nis, you, fi- uh, you fired at him. Uh, Arnor is going to take out a longbow and fire back. A little sniper fight here. Um, let me just check. Do I have cover? I'm in the I'm in the weeds, but okay. I was gonna say standing in the wide open bug. Yeah, <laughs> no more than he does. Um, okay, he is gonna make. I just two... it sounded the 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 flavor text suggested that I was sort of completely surrounded by stuff, and now all of a sudden I'm in I'm in the wide open. So well, you were. I imagined you were like on your belly, and then you stood up to uh, firecrack. Okay, 
How's that? All right. Uh, if you want, you can not try acceptable. and hide. What? <laughs> you can try and hide <laughs> next turn if you want. Um, I'll tell you, he has a longbow, and he also, uh, the scout is a scout. He has keen hearing and sight. He has advantage on wisdom uh, perception checks that rely on hear- hearing or sight to find his targets. You know, I think okay. if it was a less less hunter-inclined character, you might have had a chance, but you don't. So, uh, guess what? Two uh, longbow shots are going to come uh, firing in your direction. I did not roll great. Nine probably hits a tree near you. Um, Thirteen might hit you? Nope. All right. Uh, they whiz past your head, nowhere near you. Um, and are you here, uh, uh, a scout? Uh, swear something. Uh, the other scout, this is Chris. Uh, well, Chris saw um, Nyasa uh, throwing these daggers from behind the tree. Feels like you're behind a tree. You would have cover. So uh, Chris is going to rush into combat, comes running around the tree at you, of Nyasa. Uh, he's got a short sword out, and he is going to make two attacks on you. Ooh, I'm rolling much better. 23 and 14. 23 will hit. All right. He screamed, for Wallace! <laughs> and he cuts into your you side. You get him, Chris! Uh, with a short sword uh, made of bone, you're going to take five piercing damage, and then you block the second attack. Uh, Denala, you are currently hiding by a tree nearby. You see this this skirmish between uh, Chris and Nyasa breaking out. Uh, your friend Briar is over there face-to-face with two berserkers, and another scout has busted out a longbow. What will you do, Denala? Uh, I'm going to try setting everything on fire, because that seems like a solid that is the Dungeons & Dragons way. Uh, so I'm going to try and set Chris on fire as he seems to be getting closer to me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, if I rolled that, I rolled a seven. Oh, sorry, eight. Can't count. Eight. <laughs> All right. You That's set- probably not going to do much difference, but you know. <laughs> you set uh, a nearby shrub on fire. Nis glares at you from across the battlefield. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Nis. I'm not trying to set the swamp on fire. I'm trying to set the people on fire. <laughs> to be fair, it is a swamp. It's likely unlikely to spread to the other parts of the swamp. Thanks, you're very well mm. hydrated. Uh, but yes, you did not set an adventure uh, a guard on fire. You set part of the swamp on fire. Thanks for trying. It, it, I mean, anything else, Denala? Um, I don't believe i can do anything else. all right actions in combat yeah just the one I think. by casting your attack also you have probably uh revealed your location here uh behind, but there's a possibility the that people will be distracted by the swamp being on fire so That's maybe true. they aren't aware of my precise location just maybe maybe uh heavy wallace and uh associate berserker uh stonehammer stony to his friends it is your turn mm-hmm. dan yeah you guys are not his friends um, Not anymore. Well, Heavy Wallace is, he looks, you know, Briar, you see in his eyes just a look of, like a little bit of, like a tinge of sadness and disappointment as he, you know, breaks out his axe and says, you know, it's not personal. And he takes a swing at you. Is he berserking Dan or not yet? This is he just... is berserk. He, he's not, well, he's, he's attacking. <laughs> it's not personal, berserk. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, um, he is attacking perhaps recklessly, if not berserkly. Yes, so he's attacking. So he's going to get advantage, but you will also have advantage to hit him next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he gets one attack. Let's see. That's where I went to grad school. Berserkly. berserkly. 
Exactly. <laughs> nice. Oh. <clears throat> Heavy Wallace wrote a critical. <gasps> Briar, that this is May is Bri- 25. Jess, did you bring a backup character? <laughs> From the swamp emerges. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> oh uh, well, we'll see. All right, well, you may have, see what you're a fighter. Like. You probably have more hit points than other characters. I have some hit points. Uh, that'll be 20 damage. Oh. <laughs> uh, Do you have more than 20 hit points? Um, no. <laughs> yeah. uh, Briar <laughs> splashes into the swampy ground in front of Magnet Rock. How hurt are you, Briar? Uh, negative two. All right. That could be a lot worse. You are unconscious, bleeding in the swamp. Wow. Strong uh, opening move for Heavy Wallace. Stonehammer, not seeing that Wallace seems to have things under control, despite being stabbed and pin cushioned with daggers. Uh, geez, who else can he see? Maybe Nyss? I think I think Nyassa is probably your, tar- your target. All especially right. he sees Chris running after Nyassa, so he's going to run up there. And he doesn't have a ranged weapon, right? So yeah, so he's going to run up and take another. He's going to take a swing with his own axe. He will also attack recklessly because that is uh, how Stony Stonehammer does his job. Uh, and he rolls a 21. Ooh. <laughs> Which will be 13 damage. Still standing. Okay. Grout much. <sighs> Man, a few words, Stonehammer. Yeah. Uh, Nyasa, it is your turn. There are a, there's a scout and a berserker in front of you. The berserker has been lit up. By guiding bolts such that attacks on the Berserker have advantage. Uh, but also, I don't know if you want to be fighting too fearsome-looking. I um, really don't. I, I kind of... Um, I'm hoping Gwendiel's going to be able to help us out here. <laughs> Gwendiel might need to try to get uh, Briar back up. Yeah, that's that was my priority. <laughs> so, hmm. Uh, what does the disengage action do? It is your action. It allows you to move. Uh, is it your full speed away, Dan, or just half your speed? Uh, it doesn't allow you to move. It allows you to you take Step that action, up. after which point you can take any movement you take does not provoke. Yes. So the action of disengaging is basically you just like getting out of combat, but it doesn't inherently involve a move. Because I need to get away from these people. Mm-hmm. Um Disengage doesn't allow them to do an opportunity attack, right? Correct. That's exactly. what it that's basically what prevents that. Yeah. But, but I also sac- it's sacrificing doing damage, having a chance to. Yeah, attack. you're not attacking back. You're just running, and then they can yep. just run after you. Yeah. Run away. Oh, but I you also can get run away, but you will provoke. Yes. Um, but I also I can do bon- a bonus action. Yes, uh, cunning action. You can so, disengage. Yes. So I can. Well, I can. Presumably, I need to disengage before I uh, run away. I am just yes. Dan. Dan, do you as Dan. I'm the, I'm yes. not their friend. I'm here to murder them. Do, as associate, filthy, disreputable associate dungeon master, do you want to offer the players any tactical advice? Uh, disengaging is a good move for you, but you can also do it after you attack. You could attack, disengage, and run away. Is that true? Or he could bonus action attack. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yes. No, no, your bonus action is disengage because the uh, bonus action disengage. Cunning action bonus because action. Because he's a, he's yeah. a rogue. allows them to disengage. Okay, because right. he's a rogue. Other people couldn't do that. I will right. I'll just point out, uh as a as a rogue, James it's sort of a hit and run. You are a action. damage dealer. If you are not attacking, you are not you doing are, your job. You are not dead weight. Your job. Yeah. I I I mean the the problem is I will literally be dead weight 
very short. Uh, yeah, I'm just right. saying. You, doesn't, you, it doesn't help you, given that you can use your bonus action to disengage, it doesn't help you to not attack, right? At this right, point, right. it's like, you might as well mm-hmm. attack, disengage, and then run away. The only option would be, I can run away twice. <laughs> it's like, well, you could get a lot farther, but now you're not helping anybody. <laughs> uh, I can use my healing word spell as a bonus action when it gets to my turn, if you make it to my turn. Also, keep in mind, one of your people, who is probably your tank, essentially, is down, and that will free up yes. Heavy Wallace mm-hmm. to come and minus you a lot more. So yeah. she might also yeah. be a priority to get back up. Yes. Yeah. If you remember no, the incident that's... at the bottom of the dam. <laughs> no, it's no. I once it's my turn, I'm going after Briar, I think. So. Yeah, I've got two hit points left, so I will oh. not survive the next attack, but mm. I'm still standing. Uh, so yeah, Briar first. That's looking on the bright side. Um, well, I I was all in on diplomacy. I spec for mm. diplomacy. Yeah. <laughs> You're one of those diplomatic assassins. A diplomat. Yeah. <laughs> um, Assassinat, please. Uh, I kill with one-liners. Assassinat yes. sounds like something that's next to a laundromat. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you take your bodies. Yeah, it's mm. your laundromat, um, your automat, and your mm-hmm. assassinat. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, uh, since uh, nobody is next to them so i don't get any of that stuff so yeah okay uh, you do have advantage on attacking uh stony because he's right up well by uh stony is going to get a dagger in the neck probably okay. he's got a big um, meaty neck stony does a lot of neck uh well good thing a big meaty dagger yeah uh good thing i have advantage first roll was a 10 uh so, I know people don't believe this. This was my third natural uh, 20. I think. I mean, we believe it. We believe your dice are weighted. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same dice. It does I seem believe to that's rolling. your first one actually on a combat roll, which is good because, remember, you get to roll a double damage on um, on your things. And that yep. includes your sneak attack damage. Um, sneak attack I don't think I get... Oh, no, I do have it. Because you have advantage. Because uh, I have advantage, yes. Excellent. So do... It's double the dice... Double the two dice and then add the modifier. Yep, correct. All right, okay. Math so, time here on Total Party Kill, where we add numbers together. Three? <laughs> we should use a calculator for that. Does anyone know one? <laughs> no, nah. there's no decent there's ones no out there. There's no good apps out there. Um, that was a three and a four. Uh, God. Uh, so Seven. F- f- yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was just from PCALC here, told me seven. (laughs) That was 17 total damage. Okay. 17. You plunge your dagger into... Oh, Dan, I'll let you do it. I was going to do the math there. Uh, You plunge your dagger into Stoney's neck. I believe that Stoney... There's a spout of blood. He's still coming at you. He is mad, uh, but he is severely wounded at this point. You could say he's bloodied. Uh, I am going to uh, disengage and mm-hmm. run away. And so you do. And I will run. Brave Nyessa bravely ran away. <laughs> <laughs> I shall run behind this tree. All right. Which I may attempt to hide behind. At I some think point. you may. Yeah. I, unfortunately, that's really would be an action. So they they know you're behind that tree. I know. All right. Currently, they do. Yeah. Gwendiel, you are behind a rock because all we do is stand behind things and get murdered here in Dungeons and Dragons. Um, <laughs> uh, rocks and trees, the doorways of the bog. Um, so uh, your friend Nyasa is there, deeply hurt. Yep. Uh, you mm-hmm. see Nis over in the shrubs. 
you see Briar face down in a bog in front of Magnet Rock. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, it's tough because Briar's our tank. Mm. Yep. It's useful to have a tank. Yeah. yeah. Um, running in to cast a spell on her makes me tremendously vulnerable to Heavy Wallace, Scout, and Stony Hammer. Mm. Do you have what what healing spells do you have? Are they touch or do you have range? I'm I'm checking those now. Like cure wounds, um, I think is touch, right? But yeah, unfortunately, like cure wounds is touch. I just checked that. Healing word is ranged. Yes, correct. Uh, I'm checking. I'm also checking healing words because I have um I have I have healing word. It's it's a sixty foot range. Um, I'm gonna also just yeah. I've got a sixty foot. I'm gonna do a thing to help you out all here. So here, I think this may be a thing that sometimes uh in some of your actions you're not aware, players. Please share what your armor class is with each other because it's 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 probably most important to know what are people relative armor classes more so than it is to know yours. Uh Nis, what's your armor class? Fifteen. Fifteen. That's not bad. Gwendiel, what's your armor class? Mine is eighteen. That's <laughs> really good. You should not be afraid of things. Clarence, Clarence, man. Briar. Because the rock is useless. That's why I'm okay. Briar, what's your armor class? I only have 17. How did that happen? Well, Wait, clerics, clerics are <laughs> clerics are also warriors. They're just religious yeah. warriors. Uh, Why are and, you? Hi- <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, we're gonna I'm like we're gonna push you out of, out behind yeah. that rock. See, there we time. go. There we go. <laughs> Nyasa, what's I just your like to class? point out that I am currently the closest person who is not unconscious, and I have yeah. 12. Nyasa, so. <laughs> Denali, your armor class is 12. Yes. Yep. Because you're wearing a fancy dress. Nyasa, what is your armor class? Mine mine is 16. Okay. So just to point out here, Gwendiel had been hiding behind a rock, and it turns out is the toughest person here. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a service I offered to you. Thank you, as Tony. As your friend. Okay. Everything else right. after this is on you, jerks. <laughs> so what I'm going to do... So, so Tony, I went upstairs during my break and told my daughter, I said, yes, our dungeon master calls us jerks. And she's like, oh, Why? <laughs> now you know and now you yeah. know i said what did you do so it's what right. we will so, do what did you i'm gonna do? move out i'm going to move out in front of the rock and um this puts me approximately 25 feet away from briar and i am going to use a healing word spell on her so Hooray. okay the modifier for this is eight Sorry, 2d4? You cast it at second level? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yep. So, so that's eight? Mm-hmm. And my wisdom is a 16 with a plus three modifier, so... I think it may have... If you just rolled two... Did you just roll 2d4? It was like... Yeah. And that gave you a total of eight because you got two fours? Yeah. Okay, so then plus the three, yeah. So it would be 11. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's that's thanks. Yeah, it turns out Gwendiel, your character has been drawn as wearing like fancy robes, but you are like under those fancy robes have like like golden chain mail and like a spell book full of high level spells. <laughs> so, it's true it's that I do ceramic, have a right? mail. Yeah. So I I should well actually according to my equipment list in terms of the chain mail that I have, da, 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 it says I have scale mail. Whatever. That's that even better. <laughs> It's yeah. like almost plate mail, basically. Yeah. Oh, it's leather. Yeah. Oh, awesome. That means I'm not going to stick to the yeah. walls. I'm not, I'm not going to stick to the walls, yeah. which is a, was a big concern of mine. All right. So know. just to point out, you shouldn't have been hiding behind a rock. 
you should be uh, okay. so murdering this is people not... left and right. Yeah. <laughs> this, we had to, that's okay. We had to have J- this talk with James uh, yes. for yeah. his last okay. character, where yeah. James was James, the toughest all right. of all of us and was hiding. Yeah. All right. So I'm just going to hang out by the rock. Right. We got Briar back up again, right? Yep. Um, yeah. That was my. I don't have to do anything else this turn, or should I just go ahead? Since I'm feeling pretty good about healing Briar, I can I can continue to do things. What is nope. what's my next move here? Is, if uh, you can right. do any bonus thing to heal me, that would be great. But if you can't, um, maybe hmm. next time. I think you only okay. get a let's, single let's, let's, bonus action, right? Yeah. So, right. uh, Gwendale, here's your. I think spells you, twice. And healing word was a bonus action. So you've you've healed Briar. Briar is in fact doing pretty good, right? You're at like half health, Briar. Uh, yeah, half the, health. The eleven goes for, starts from the zero, not from negative two. You're still on the ground oh, in the mud. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. Then I have more than half health. Yeah, um, Gwendale, you still have an action left. So I don't know if you want to, which could be a any kind of attack on any of these attack unscrupulous jerks. Heal. Well, heal. you know, I do happen to I like the kill, kill, murder. Um, in terms of attack, I do happen to have a crossbow. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know if you noticed, but the with the magnetic uh, situation, oh, Nis fired yeah. a crossbow and it missed because the uh, I will tell metal. you, mm. uh, you know, the the effect of a magnet uh, diminishes the further you are from people. Uh, I would say that probably St- Stony and uh, uh, Chris are further away from the magnet than uh, Heavy Wallace and Arnor. Although Stony is already struggling because he's pretty bloody, right? Yeah, you also you would have yeah, advantage you take- on Stony because you lit him up with that guiding bolt, so he might be a prime target. So you know what? I also have a mace, so why don't I just come in and uh, see if I can hit him with my mace? Remember, when, like him. literally two minutes ago, when you were a person to hide behind rocks, and now you're a person that beats uh-huh. people to death in a bog. So that's character yeah. development. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> it is. It is. Well, now that you've now the the, the real the real murderer was inside me all along. Um, <laughs> Get out, Lisa. I've known that about you for years. <laughs> the murderer uh, is in your body. No one else is a Sons of Anarchy podcast yeah. if it's not. Me. <laughs> all right. So uh, tell me what I'm rolling. Here you rush forward from inside yeah. the house. Roll two d20s and take the higher. Uh huh. And then add your whatever your modifier for your mace is. It's probably you know. Some number that's less than five and more than two. I don't know. Okay. I don't, I don't so the highest was a nineteen. All right, you hit. The modifier yeah. is a one. Do, yes. You don't even. Okay. You don't have to do. You don't have to do math on nineteens. You wallop him in the side of the head with a mace. Uh, does it say what a mace does for damage? Um. Uh, it says one d six minus one. All right. Roll one d six minus one. That seems like not the most effective mace, unfortunately. No, and unfortunately, I only rolled a, I only rolled a three. All right, so you hit him in the side of the face for two damage. Some of his teeth pop out. (sighs) (sighs) Also, I mean, perhaps more importantly, you have got his Uh attention. (laughs) So that's the worst part. You are much harder to hit than everybody else. You have the eighteen AC. It's the best part. Yeah, (laughs) you are also a tank here. (laughs) All right, Gwendiel, I think you're all set. Uh-huh. Well, for a given value of all set, yes, I've now gotten Stony Hammer mad at me. Briar, <laughs> you are uh you're conscious. Mm-hmm. Heavy Wallace may not be aware of that. You are lying on the ground at Heavy Wallace's feet as he glares around at your friends. What do you want to do? So basically I can do an I only have metal weapons. Yep. <laughs> so I can either do an unarmed strike, which will do a maximum of six damage, or I can take a chance with the sword. I will tell you um so uh Heavy Wallace is berserking which means he is easier to hit. He is standing next to a rock that is magnet, which makes him harder to hit. Those cancel out such that you have neither advantage nor disadvantage. Nice. Uh, 
All right, I'm going to try that then. All right, do you want to stand up first? Because it might be harder to... Oh, yeah. I guess I guess I should. I All guess right. it's probably harder to yeah, it fight while lying down. All right, so, you get yeah. up. Heavy Wallace is surprised. He thought he had murdered you. Uh, he's not used to... He's you used again? To pe- he's used to people staying murdered. Yeah, um, people don't get up again when I hit him with my axe. Ooh, that's a good roll. Uh, 20. That, yeah. That is a good roll. That is, that is definitively a good roll. Roll, roll some, some damage. damage. Oh, yeah. This is where I failed before. Multiple times. Oh, God. What's it with the ones? All right. That's um, uh, 10, I believe. 10. Right. Solid. Solid hit. All right. Heavy Wallace still there. Not technically bloodied, despite the fact that he has been stabbed and daggered multiple times. He is very vexed. Ah. Most annoying. All right. <laughs> Anything else, Briar? Uh, no, I think, well... No, I think we'll wait. Okay. Nis, you are in uh, in the bog, as you like to be. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to run for cover. Bu- Running for cover. All right. Since I realize I need it. And uh, and then I am going to uh, attack Heavy Wallace with a spell. Oh. What spell? It's Witch Bolt. <sighs> Non-lethal or <laughs> <Witch> lethal? <laughs> <laughs> uh lethal lethal <laughs> alright uh it is where's the uh plus four 14 plus four 18 alright heavy Wallace is busy glaring at the not murdered briar and gets hit in the side with ah! a witch bolt what even <laughs> is that which which kind of bolt was that who bolt how bolt what bolt why bolt why bolt <laughs> he knows why uh, so that's five damage. All right. Danny that's lightning that. damage. Yep. I would say at this point, Heavy Wallace is bloodied. Great. And if I can keep my concentration, I just get to continue to deal 1d12 of damage against yeah. him every the turn. Challenge will be every time you get hit with an arrow by Arner, you may lose concentration. Yes, that's why I'm behind this tree. All right. Uh, Arner is next. Uh, so I think Arner is going to fire two more, uh, shots at you. Um, let's see. Um, you're going to have plus two bonus to your AC. Uh, Nis? Tree bonus. Tree bonus. Uh, one of those is good. One of those is not. Uh, I don't think a 12 was going to hit, a 12 was not going to hit you. Um, 17 when you're hiding behind a tree? Will exactly hit me. All right. Oh, right in the arm for five. Um, nope, six piercing damage. And I believe you need to roll to maintain concentration. I believe Damn. so. Constitution check uh, should be. I think it's just 10. DC ten. To, yeah. Yep. Beat a ten. Eighteen. All right. You have no trouble. You are you're hurt, but you are still focused on electrocuting Heavy Wallace, as we all are. Great. Danala, you stand on the kind of the outskirts of the fight. Uh, you have seen your friend Nyasa retreat and Gwendiel thunder in to uh, to, to take his place. I really don't want to say this, but was Chris not supposed to do something as well? Oh, haha! Thank you, uh, Chris. I'm sorry. Also, here's some homework. Yeah, Uh-oh. thank, thank, thanks, Rosemary. You're the best, uh, Chris. You're, you're going to give me some bonuses now, FYI. You get inspiration. Chris, uh, I forgot that I had two scouts. Chris steps out from behind Stony, and uh, he's got his mean short sword. Some of uh, 
Nyasa's blood is still dripping from it, and he is going to swing at Gwendiel. But Gwendiel is tough and hard to hit. Let's see. Gwendiel, I have rolled a 17 and an 8, which I believe we've established does not hit you because you are a tough murder machine. Um, Danala, your turn. Wonderful. Um, uh, yes. Can so you heal? I'm going. Well, that's a bonus action. I'm focusing on the actions first. Um, mm. you can you can have the bonus action in a minute. It's not all uh, about you, James. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think you'll um, find it is. <laughs> okay. Um, I have a, a, a logistics question. If mm. I aim for Stony with a fireball and I miss him, is there a chance that I will hit Chris because he's right behind him? I don't think so. I think it's it's hard. Mm. You know, you got to remember that it's like we're in combat. People are actually kind of like moving around in their in their uh, squares and okay. whatnot. There are spells. There are spells that like do a line of attack, but I don't think yeah. Firebolt is one of them. No, it doesn't say that it is. Yeah. But I thought I there's like a wall of fire spell that would do that, for example. But you'll you'll get that higher levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think uh, I am gonna aim my fireball at Stony Hammer mm-hmm. or, um, because it seems like a good idea. And if this window will go away, then ah, uh, twenty three that should hit. Yeah, I think definitely is that a crit? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I got nineteen. Okay, uh, and then that's doing five damage. All right, Dan, you got that? Ouch. Yeah. Chipping away at the berserkers. All right. And then as my bonus action, seeing as somebody's being very insistent, I'm going to use my healing word. On Heavy Wallace? Uh, no, uh, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> use it. Just, just a real heel turn. There. Just asking. Okay. Just checking. Nyasa, there you go. So, uh, creature, I can see Nyasa just about. Yep. There's trees in the way, but you know, I know where she went. So let's see. I'm afraid that only does four healing. Well, it's positives, it's, but you know it's four. It's the fact it's that not counts. Zero. Four is good. All right. The fight continues with Heavy Wallace and Stonehammer. Dan. What? Uh, let's start with Stonehammer, who will uh, mutely swing around towards Gwindiel and swing his axe. Uh, her. Is he uh, berserking or no? He is berserk with, he's been set on fire a little bit. He's been stabbed. He was bolted for a little bit. It was rough. I'm putting the berserk Um, symbol on them. He rolls a 20. (gasps) You will take nine slashing damage. How bad off are you, Quintiel? Okay, so I took nine damage. Mm -hmm. Yep. Ah, well, um, damage. Let Let me, uh, let me. Well, I had 21 hit points to start with, so I'm down to 12. Okay, so that was a significant So you blow. had the most hit points of anyone and the highest oh, armor. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, so. Meanwhile, Heavy Wallace faces off with Briar, and he looks like a little bit uh, nonplussed at Briar's mm-hmm. standing up again. It's like, what? Are you some sort of zombie or something? And then he tries to hit her with an axe. <laughs> uh, and he is definitely, he's very angry about her not staying dead. Uh, wow, he rolled a 17. Ooh, my armor class is 17. Oh, he just gets you. That would be nine slashing damage. Okay, not dead yet. Not dead yet. (laughs) 
All right. Really? Just did a healing word. <laughs> <laughs> and so the fight continues. You have yet to drop any of the scouts or berserkers, so lots of damage has been laid out on them. Uh, will you be successful at defeating these surly, menacing mercenaries? Will you gain entrance to Magnet Rock? And what horrors lie within will you see, ever see the face of poor pen and white sparrow again will you confront mira or her alias gloom for answers to questions such as these tune in next time to total party kill <laughs>